Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gamers on the Go, a podcast dedicated solely to those games you could take with you. I'm your host, Chase Kennecke. Today's show is on the Nintendo DS, and my guest, the ever-present Matt Jaguar. Hi, Matt. Hi, Chase. I need a clever DS subtitle to my name, but I can't oh, think of yes, any off the top of, of my head. Of course. They uh, used well, all the good ones. Well, yeah, we'll definitely mention a lot of the good ones coming up here. Dynamic uh, but... strategy. <laughs> we had so much fun doing our, our 3DS show. Um, and obviously we spent so much time making it <laughs> that yeah. uh, we we were talking about doing this for other systems. And even when we were doing the 3S, 3DS one, I remember us saying like, well, I mean, you know, it was a DS game, but you can play it on your 3DS. I was like, no, we can't count that. Can't count. Um, but I think there was enough momentum there that we were like, okay, we got to do a DS one now. Um, so, so that's what we're doing. We're here to talk about uh, our combined list here, the Gamers on the Go official top 25 nintendo ds games of all time out of how many uh, out <laughs> of yeah out of like 2000 games it's it's a it's... lot and not all of those came Ooh. to america uh so you know we can trim a couple of them yeah uh but there's a there's a lot oh boy there's a lot anyway um we'll, we'll get into that in time and i'll tell you the rules uh, about that but first i think we want to just talk a little bit about the ds on its own Mm-hmm. And uh, I do you have the dates in front of you when this thing came out? Yes, uh, the okay. device released globally across 2004 and 2005. Okay. Uh, so uh, North America, November 21st, 2004. Same uh, for Japan was December 2nd, 2004. Uh, uh, Australia, February 24th, 2005, and then the rest, of, and then Europe, March 11th, 2005. So when I think about the DS and and its uh, launching and even pre-launch, the the build-up to it. Uh, you know, this is this is the time of Reggie Fizeme. He, mm-hmm. he he's the one who comes out and does his kicking ass, names taking names. Kicking ass, we're about names. we're about making games, yeah. Uh, and then he like pulls the the DS prototype out of his pocket. Yeah. He's uh, ready, which, which all looked, the time. His body's oh, cool. Ready. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, but the the prototype looked a lot different than than what the uh, the eventual console would look like. Mm. Um, although I think it probably looks closer to what the console ended up looking like after some of the revisions. Um, but yeah, I, I remember that time of Nintendo was a, was a very weird kind of transitional period. Mm. You know, Nintendo had gone through, you know, they were, they were the industry giants for the longest time. They, you know, NES, Super NES, um, and, and then Nintendo 64, you know, around that time, Sony started to come in and, yep. And the Game Boy, they were, you know, they've they've yeah, fought off wise. other co- you know co- other competitors like uh, Bandai's Wonder Swan, SNK's Neo Geo Pocket, like Game, oh, Gear, the, say, Game yeah. Gear, Sega Game mm-hmm. Gear, all contenders. You know, they, they all pfft, they came and went, and Nintendo <laughs> still stood. Like you know, yeah. coming off the GBA, one of their not the greatest handheld seller for them, but still you know highly critical, a, a really strong sell- one for yeah. sure, with a lot of great games. But yeah, there, there was this was the time though. You know they they did have the handheld still on lockdown, but the the home consoles were definitely waning a little bit. In that Sony was saying like we can we can make these powered game consoles, we can make our game console better than yours, we can make three D models better than yours. Um, we got and, color and a backlight. What do you got? Yeah, and, and I feel like Nintendo display. <laughs> Nintendo tried one more time with the GameCube. And it's like, you know what? It's just not working. You have an underpowered console. This is the time, I think, where mm-hmm. uh, you had a lot of uh, third-party developers jumping off the Nintendo platform because they they just weren't able to, to have as much parity with the Xbox and with the, the PlayStation 2. 
Or like and, the, the audience wasn't there for the PlayStation 2's uh, case. Like, uh, it was sure. just a bigger, bigger audience for like, you know, what are you going to spend more money on? You're going to make sure you get a PlayStation 2 version out. And if you want to, you know, all the bells and whistles, you, you know, you go to Microsoft and the Xbox. Like, yeah, right. Nintendo was kind of stuck in the middle in terms of hardware performance and just kind of went nowhere other than with the hardcore base. Totally, yes. And, and this was definitely the time of Nintendo just giving, having its first party stuff, keeping everything afloat. You had Smash Brothers Melee. Uh, I mean, the, the big one I can think of that was still third party was Resident Evil 4, yeah, uh, which yeah. was exclusive for a long time to the GameCube before it. And then it would come to, to the PS2, and you know, and it's... then it would come to everything eventually. Exactly. Um, so good. <laughs> so, but but then also in handhelds, you know, they had this kind of similar thing of you know always being this really dominant force. But I think as they considered what they were going to do after the GameCube, and this is getting into the Wii territory. They also just kind of shifted completely as a business to to try these new things, to be innovative and, and to do mm. something really different uh, that, that certainly wasn't focused on graphics like it felt like other other hardware manufacturers were doing. And and part of that was definitely the Wii and the motion controls and, and how we all know how that blew up. But then there there was also the DS. And I think the DS, in a similar territory, you... you look at it yeah i guess with the wii you you heard the name but with the ds you looked at it and you're like nintendo what are you doing i'm not gonna be able to look at two screens at the same time what a what a waste what is that what the hell are you doing now i want to ask you do you remember at the time like the coverage of right before it was released like from some like sites like say oneup.com or like GameSpy or any of those places because the PSP, the Sony PSP, was about to come out the same sure. time. Yeah. And it seemed like everybody was glowing about how, oh, the PSP is just going to, like, knock the socks off of the, the Yeah, the it's DS like, it's console just, gaming in your pocket. Yeah, the, it's got a better screen. Like, look how gorgeous the screen looks. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it seemed like all the hype was behind PSP. And, like, they had, you know, oh, Luminous is the new Tetris. Like, you're going to be playing this all the time. And, you know, it... Uh, I eventually got a PSP, and it's a nice system. It's it very is. like yeah. like a very like gadget like friend like very, if you're into gadget stuff and mm-hmm. something with like thick metal, that original PSP 1000 model is a nice piece of hardware. Uh, Save for the battery. Yeah, I never liked the nub either. Like the the, the nub was a thing, the, but the and sim- UMDs were a thing too. But yeah. still, like the overall design package. Mm-hmm. When you look at the uh, first model of the nintendo ds it looks like a fisher price like yeah baby toy ds fat man god what a, what a uh, time i still keep mine and i still love it though because sure holy crap does this thing still work <laughs> still goes through the paces still plays game boy advance games fairly well well i didn't buy a ds light um so I, didn't I, I i skipped that one so i kept my my ds fat around because that was the only way to continue to play my game boy advance games Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was very important to me because I, you know, I had Game Boy Advances, but like this, this, I, I'm only going to take one console with me on the go. Yeah. And, and hey, the DS can play both. This is this is awesome. Can't uh, play original Game Boy games though, unfortunately. Right. Can't play original. Can't even play Game Boy Color but you games. Can, you can hack it though. That's the other thing. They were <laughs> going. They were going to have it. Like yeah. there's something something missing in the original DS hardware that allows for original Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Special Color games to work. And it's like. At the last minute, they're like, mm, we 
I no, mean, it's no. pr- it's probably for the best. Like those Game Boy Advance games already stick I, out. Well, they I stick really... out on the they don't stick out on the fat, but they stick out on the light. And um, they 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 stuck out on the original like Game Boy Advance SP and the original Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Too. So it's yeah. like you know whatever. Like you know, and they didn't seem to have like you said a problem with the light like having them stick out. And they would take it out totally for the DSi to, you know, further streamline the system. But sure. you know it would have been nice to have something like Legacy built for the Game Boy. It's like oh if you want to get something that your Game Boy games are gonna play on for forever here you go right uh, especially because that had been their mo leading up to that well yeah. mm, i the game boy micro didn't have uh game boy and game boy color that's uh, true that's true uh, they were definitely though. yeah they were definitely trying to go for that sleek like oh no we got to make this thing mm. sleek mm. oh yeah and it got to be flush. to their credit it's pretty sleek it's i'm a, still, it's looking, a nice I'm still looking, looking for one it's yeah it's always it's always just a little bit more money than i want to pay i've got one but it's like a really scratched up one i got on ebay for cheap Mm, um, mm. it's it's fine it's fine but um, i ended up getting my ds uh originally when they came out with the mario kart bundle yeah i saw you have uh, the electric blue one that was, yes mm-hmm. and fire fire your editor at casual hour because they got it wrong that Uh-oh. was a bundle and it was not mentioned on the episode it, but was it a launch mm. pack pack in was it only I, launch? I can't remember. I can't remember how it was. Def- it, actually, right. It was definitely like a year later. Yeah. That was my point. I only bought this like after the games came out. Totally. I didn't really see anything at the first like launch lineup that screamed, "Oh yeah, you got to get uh, X oh, Y." Matt, feel yeah, the magic. you did. <laughs> God damn it, Matt! You took the one I was gonna. Yeah, X X X Y. Feel the magic. I haven't I played that. And it looks I like either. I. It looks <laughs> like my kind of jam. I should really yeah. try to find that game. It certainly uh, looks like a trip. Um, uh, but it was it was that and uh, the Mario uh, 64 Super Mario 64 DS, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, the one thing I do remember from the coverage was Jeremy Parrish uh, uh, giving the anecdote that uh, he was like guy on Retronauts and One Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, from the One Up show, I think is where he yep. was probably doing this. Yeah. And uh, he had brought home his review copy and his review console uh, to, like, it was, like, holidays. So he brought it over to his uh, in-laws or to his brother and sisters. And he had nieces and nephews. And he gave them the game to just check it out. And instead of playing the Mario 64 proper game, they were playing all the mini games that focused on touchscreens and everything. And, you know, would not stop playing them. Yeah. And for him, that was, like, a light bulb moment. It's like, okay, this is where Nintendo is going with this hardware uh they got something pretty ingenious and at the start it was kind of rough for them and then they kind of got into a groove based on around this very unique hardware yeah i you're right the the launch lineup didn't have a whole lot to uh to write home about i believe i didn't end up getting one of these for a little bit uh i i got mine pretty early like around when medios came out uh, mm. but yeah looking at this this launch lineup asphalt urban gt Feel, feel the Magic, XX, XY, XX. Didn't quite get it right, sorry. Uh, Madden NFL 2005, Mr. Driller Drill Spirits, which uh, that game I hear is pretty good. Uh, yeah. Ping Pals, who could forget it? Ping Pals. Hey, Ping Pals, when the <laughs> built-in software on the DS does that for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Uh, Rayman DS, Ridge Racer DS, Spider-Man 2, Super Mario 64 DS, Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2005, and The Herbs, Sims oh, yeah. in That's the Sims. City. That SimCity spinoff. Oh, man. Or Sim spinoff, I should mm-hmm. say. <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. A spinoff of a spinoff. Yeah. Uh, not a dearth of anything, that's for sure. Yeah. Dearth of quality, maybe. But... <laughs> maybe, yeah. There wasn't a ton there. But uh, when I remember getting mine, and the the first game I bought was, was Meteos, and then I think I ended up playing 
much more. I mean, I love Medios. We'll we'll talk about mm-hmm. Medios. Yeah. If, I think we should explain alert. what exactly the hardware is, though. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get to that. Spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert. Medios will come up later in this podcast. Uh, but yes. I, I spent a lot of time playing the Metroid Prime Hunters demo, um, mm. which uh, first for, hunt. first hunt. Yes, which will probably also mention Metroid Prime Hunters later as well. But yeah, let's let's talk about this thing. Maybe. So it's called the Nintendo DS. That stands for dual screen. That's uh, that's why the machine has two two screens on it. Uh, we went from the GBA, which had the D-pad, start, select, and A-B buttons, and also the uh, right and left bumpers. And mm-hmm. now we got f- two extra buttons, so it's basically like a Super finally. Nintendo. Yeah, finally. Even though the GBA was technically the Super Nintendo in your pocket, uh, this one actually had the Super Nintendo control scheme. So now you could actually play super nintendo games the way they were meant to be played and then of Except course they never released any no of course not <laughs> why would you do that oh yeah well, well chrono, chrono trigger yeah was, yeah you got chrono, chrono trigger. trigger that was fine um but we do final fantasy and, and then we uh, also got um a touch screen on the bottom screen which uh which as you mentioned uh yep. was was a, a pretty big selling point that that some people didn't necessarily expect it to be a big selling point now we got to we got to clarify because touchscreens have changed a lot since 2004. Yes. Uh, this was a what do they call it a uh, compa- capacitive? Capacitive, or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a single touch. Comes with a little fancy stylus that you can put right into the system itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have two of them, but I don't have them on hand. But the wrist strap had a little oh, thumb uh, attachment uh-huh. thing that you would just pretty much like put a loop through and put a little piece of plastic on the bottom of your thumb, and if you needed analog controls, quote unquote, to play Mario 64 because the D-pad is a D-pad mm-hmm. and not a, an analog stick. Uh, yeah, you'd use the touchscreen to run around in that game for the game proper. Uh, hmm. That was that was an interesting way to play it, that it, game. It was definitely an interesting time where Nintendo was trying a lot of things mm-hmm. uh, with control schemes, and and other developers were too. But I think they were following Nintendo's lead. Of, of working with this machine, how can we change the way controls work? Uh, you were getting, we're inching closer maybe to the console gaming in your pocket with something like the PSP, but also that only had the one stick. So they also had to figure out ways of yeah. making camera stuff work because on the other consoles, we're having, we're having these dual analog stick uh, machines, the Xbox, the, yep. the PS2. Um, and, and, uh, you know, even the GameCube had the C stick, which was, you know, it worked, it, it worked yeah. in that Lord knows, similar like, kind of fashion. Developers, Lord knows developers tried to get those kind of games on the PSP and right. uh, it just def- definitely did not measure up, especially in like a portable sense. Totally. Um, but, but that's, I mean, I think yeah. because of those different styles of controls that you got with something like a touchscreen, it led to some some pretty mm-hmm. interesting and innovative games, and and that is one of the things I'll remember the most about the DS, even more mm-hmm. than the 3DS. Is just the innovation that we got in what games could be, how you could orient the system as you played, yep. uh, the input devices, those kinds of things. Uh, and and this, this is all the time before the iPhone came out. Sure, with, uh, like you know a single to you know just one touch screen interface mm-hmm. and uh then yeah and then they had to wait a couple of years to launch the app store to actually uh get something on there as far as games but yeah like even like some of the other technology they were using at in this little thing at the time the wireless play mm-hmm. the ability to connect onto the internet uh when they had an internet service that would actually uh you could play 
with other people mm-hmm. when that eventually launched and then the, the DS download fall down. the DS download no, play no no like actually like playing Wait, on the uh, internet no, 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 uh, Wi Fi play yeah but I'm also oh, like, you're, continuing yes, on yes. more feature stuff yeah the DS yeah, download sorry, play sorry. <laughs> where you could play multiplayer games with a single a single cart yep. um, or at least like trimmed down versions in Mario Kart I think everybody Which had was to great. be like. Uh, shy guys if they weren't yep. the the dominant one which is fine with me i love shy guy um i wish he was just in the regular game yep but um, didn't they uh didn't they have some sort of a uh, thing on that on the game boy advance too on a couple of games i'm pretty sure like there were a couple link games that yeah. just like did a flash rom that yes. was like yeah uh yeah you this will quickly download a quick version of the game that you can play limited multiplayer if you only have a single cart right uh, i mean that... this was like definitely like a multi-facet use especially because uh, it was wireless like, yeah. it, like not having to put a link cable in there and Mario Kart, I think could work up to eight people. Uh, I remember as, it was uh, great as like a, was I middle school or high school? I think I was like early high school at that time. We had a, a school trip to the movie theater. I don't know why we went to the fucking movie theater. Uh, and also, trip day, kids. also, movies. also the movie we saw was like some terrible romantic comedy. I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, like half the audience didn't care because this is dumb. Why are we doing now this? Now I need to know trip? what the movie is. Uh, I God, I wish I could remember. I can't. Well, um, I have to remember 2004, 2005. <laughs> but, stupid uh, romantic comedies. Like a bunch of us just sat in the back and we we raced Mario Kart all, all nice. the time because we just could do the nice. DS download play, and the teachers were happy that we weren't you know causing any other trouble. Uh, so that worked out no. just fine. And it's not like we were bothering anybody. We had the theater to ourselves because we brought a whole fucking uh, grade of people to this fucking theater to all sit in goddamn yeah, it doesn't matter anyway, anyway. <laughs> uh, and then this thing had a microphone too uh yes. and, and so you, oh boy. <laughs> you could do there was you know it was crude but there were some microphone capabilities uh which they ended up keeping for the 3ds and and expanded on some more things that you could do with mostly that. blowing into a microphone uh, sure. blowing into the mic yeah although i think correct me if i'm wrong i believe i played my friend in an online match of advance wars dual strike and yes and you can use voice command there was also some limited use in the uh full release of metroid prime hunters as well too yeah uh unlike the psp you had to buy a separate microphone uh and i think the psp used ad hoc uh to connect to the internet and ad hoc uh, for right. wireless so it was a little bit more of a hassle mm-hmm. so and uh there was also a like little uh we mentioned before about picto chat was a yeah. built-in mm-hmm. software that it was pretty much like you can't connect to the internet with it, but you can uh, anybody in close proximity to with you, you can send messages, which I do remember a uh, <laughs> local news report about uh, people using that in places like malls and sending kids things that they should not send. Yeah. And it's just like, like, you know, suddenly the local local news is trying to call up Nintendo. It's like, why would you allow something like this on a kid's toy? And it's like, why do people got to ruin shit? Yeah, they ruin it for everybody. But I mean, it, it was a time I didn't swap note. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, well, true. Uh, uh, I didn't use it for that reason, but I, I imagine that a lot of kids in schools before they had cell phones that they could just text each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a way to send maybe messages in class. Which... I, I think the uh, kid in the story just used it to draw pictures. So she would just open up Picture Chat and just draw using like oh, sure. you know the. Uh, uh, built-in uh, stylus drawing software in there and someone found out that she was like in a room by herself and started sending bad things to her like you know just like why do people gotta be creeps anyway <sighs> people are bad God. yeah but uh yeah that was like just like 
we mentioned Ping Pals as a launch game. That was the entire game was <laughs> a thing that was on the fucking system. Well, so yeah. who's, who put that out? Ubisoft? I think that was I Ubisoft. Think that yeah. sounds like an Ubisoft kind of thing. Yeah. Circa 2004. Uh, so this thing did have some revisions. We, we kind of mentioned it. The first mm-hmm. one was the DS Lite, which was really just a, a hardware revision. Like they didn't, uh, just a, cosme- a cosmetic out. change. Yeah, Way, was, way more, more chic. Yeah, much sleeker. Uh, they changed. Less trapezoidal. Uh, like fewer color options. Uh, like mm-hmm. way more. Brighter like, screen. It was white, like white and black versions. Like they really got away from the you know like your electric blue one for for mario kart um they started to get a little a little less a little more like consumer techie yeah, there's like they got like there were coral pink ones yeah and, there was uh, a pink one that's true uh you know, working at gamestop uh like late in the like 2010s it's like there was so many like they kept getting ds's in all the freaking time because mm-hmm. people either wanted like the new hardware they want to get a 3ds and there were so many like ds lights uh, uh, I do want to ask, what's your thought on people salvaging or making macro Game Boy advances? I, I think that's hilarious. DS DS yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't want you to break a DS to make that yeah, happen. Yeah, don't break it perfectly. But DS, if, but but if but... you have a broken one, then just like snapping off that top screen and and making some modifications <laughs> to have a big Game Boy. You know what? Sure. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's fun. God. Yeah, it works sometimes. I don't, I don't know how the sound works because the sound comes out of the top screen, but <laughs> I guess just make use headphones all the time. Yeah, I guess. yeah, maybe. Um, and then after the DS Lite wa- came the DSi. This was, I, I believe, this was post iPhone. So now everybody's thinking about yes. camera phones and and Nintendo. It's like, yeah, we can throw some cameras on this thing. Why not? Uh, so it had an inner camera and, that was between the two screens and an outer yep. camera. Um, and and this they they started getting into you know the the iPhone also had the App Store yep. stuff going on so they started first to kind one of to get have into... a uh, SD card uh, reader it's true yeah PSD uh, leg up against the PS Vita mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah take that Vita uh, I, I will say like the uh, very nice thing about the DSi is the ability that they added a uh, home menu now. Instead of just uh, like the basic, right. basic one that they had, and instead of like inst- if you had to go back to the menu to like you know launch a Game Boy game, you can't launch a Game Boy Advance game on this anymore. But like you're just going to switch out the cartridge and play a new game. You just press it once and you go right back to the home screen instead of uh, cycling the power fully and everything like that. Uh, I also love the matte finish on that first run of the DSi. It's yeah. really. It uh, it does look really good, and and they brought out the DSiWare so store, uh, which which had similar to kind of Apple's App Store stuff. You could start downloading games there. There were there were a few. I I can't remember a ton of DSiWare games that that uh, broke uh, through. Let's see. There were uh, what was it? WarioWare DIY. Uh, no no no. I DIY think. was a was a. Uh, oh, you're talking about um, uh, DSi games. Yes. Uh, that were yeah broke out. I, m- I remember yeah there was the. Uh, uh, SteamWorld Dig. Uh, yeah, the very first SteamWorld, SteamWorld Tower Defense yeah. is a, is a DSiWare game. Uh, what else? There was uh, a free one. Uh, one I was going to mention, uh, uh, Photo Dojo. Yeah. Which basically is was for free if you got a DSi, and I did you know make an account and download one. Mm-hmm. And basically, it was like using the cameras. You can make uh, fighters uh, with you and your friends. Yeah, wasn't it like a brawler game? Yep, yeah, that you put much. your face into. Yeah, that. And I 
I loaded it up for the first time in years, and you can either do like, you know, it's like a, a brawler game, or you can do head-to-head -head battle, I guess, over Wi-Fi. None of my friends had one. Uh, holding vertically? I don't know, holding vertically. Oh, no, I'm making fighter. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, I, so so there were some things on the DSi where it, it certainly wasn't the, yeah. it wasn't where the eShop got to when we got to the 3DS, but... No, but it was a first step. It was, a, it was an important first step. And, and like you mentioned, you kind of glossed over it a little bit there but uh to get all this new fancy shit we had to lose our uh, beloved gba slot uh, yep so I, it's a shame because the the scream luminosity on this dsi is just so crisp it does look really and good. man i really wish they had the ability to play game boy advance games on that yeah. thing because uh that'd be nice but, that would have been nice but, but matt what if they made it bigger <laughs> would, yeah, that, would well. that change your mind at all uh not really, because I like the I like my form-fitting small ones. That, that's fair. I, I definitely. But the DSi XL is a very very big. It is. It is. I I own one. I own one. That was uh, I. So I also skipped the uh, the DSi, and then when it came out with the XL, I went, all right, yeah, let's let's give that a shot. And it is it is a sizable console. It's uh, mm. it it still fit in my jeans pocket, but like just barely. It was it was straining in there. <laughs> um, but I loved I loved that the screen was huge and bright and colorful, and uh, you know because they dropped the GBA slot, they could really just use all that that real estate for the screens. And uh, yep. it was it was a fantastic battery life thing. was really great yeah. and and they added nice little LED lights yes, on the side right. which was going to be starting a trend for Nintendo and their handhelds. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, like you know, sucks that the Game Boy Advance was taken out of it and they also uh, region locked uh, DSs going forward with that model, uh, which yeah. is a pain. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the the nice thing about the original models can play Game Boy Advance games, can also uh, play uh, Japanese or European versions of DS carts. Uh, but I'd say on the fat model, you know, it is very kid looking mm -hmm. kind of, but it can hold up. It can hold up. And yeah, the screen brightness isn't the greatest. If you want the best screen brightness to play Game Boy Advance games, get a DS Lite. Yeah, and and I have one just for that for that purpose. I I need to get one at least <laughs> at some point. Uh, they they are nice. They're nice systems. They they feel good. And uh, do they use the same? No, they don't use the same uh, charger as the 3ds. But anyway, no different charger. Uh, same charger as the uh, Game Boy Advance SP, and I'd assume as the the same as the Game Boy Micro. Yes. Yes. Uh, no, no, no. The Micro is a different charger. Oh yeah, you're it's right. It's like Damn. a thinner. It's a thinner one. Yeah, very. Got to got to be thinner. Got to be small. Um, all right. So before we move on to the game stuff, I know you have a special report for us about how uh, how to play DS games without playing on a huh. DS. Uh, tell us about that experience. Well, there are several ways. Uh, mm -hmm. The sad thing is, there's no way to play a lot of these games. Nintendo never did a download store for DS games, even when the 3DS came out. It was kind of like why. Where, where are you going to play your D DS games then? Well, iOS, maybe you might get a Phoenix Wright or something mm -hmm. like that. Nintendo had the bright idea of like, well, we have this console called the Wii U with a virtual console on there. There's one screen on your TV and one screen in your hands. What if we put DS games on the, the same virtual thing, console? Right? Yeah, no problems there. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, they have a handful of games. Uh, they range from uh, the, your Legend of Zelda, Phantom Hourglass, and Spirit Tracks to, uh, I believe, uh, Advance Wars Dual Strike is on there as well too. That one probably works uh, just fine as a as a dual yes. Screen those experience. ones, those one, yes, those ones work fine. I think. Uh, I picked up Style Savvy because it was a game I always wanted to really try. Mm -hmm. And uh, I will say, Style Savvy is really fucking awesome. That's what I hear. Uh, I, I a lot of people discounted it as being like some girly game, but it it actually is pretty solid. I've I've heard other people talk about it too. I just never really picked it up. And I saw it was on the DS. I had a couple. Of, I had some eShop credit to burn, so it's like ten bucks. So try it out. I forgot that this game. You hold it up like a booklet uh, instead of the you know usual uh, horizontal uh, uh, orientation that you have for your DS. So. Uh, on the gamepad, instead of uh, having, uh, basically, if you want to put one screen on the TV and one screen on the gamepad, the one on the TV will be uh, kind of orientated in a way that you would have to rotate the TV screen physically or in the settings if that is even allowed. Yeah. Uh, and same with the gamepad, which is easy to rotate. Uh, so to mend that, you can put both screens on the... Uh, there's tons of screen options that you can mix and match, and uh, there's even a smoothing filter that they added on, uh, which you know has mixed effects depending on the game you would play, I assume. But uh, yeah, it is an interesting way to play a handful of games. There's not everything's on there, and you're not going to find uh, some harder-to-find games like Ghost Trick or uh, Sotobro or things like, things like mm -hmm. that. So... Yeah, it's it's interesting. I don't know if every game's worth ten bucks, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, that's a little steep. Uh, but they're not they're not really uh, putting these things on sale all the time. So, but hey, I got a way to play Style Savvy in bed uh, with my Wii U hooked that's... up. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I can at least uh, do that. I'm just impressed you have a, a Wii U still hooked up. Hey man, Star Fox Zero is not going to play itself. Oh. Well, I was going to say now that, that Super Mario 3D Or Xenoblade Chronicles X. Oh, that's true. That Or Devil's Third. That is, so there, there still uh, are a couple holdouts. Or, or Casual Space Vacation or Space Adventures. Um, I'm okay with that one. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah, there is a way. Then, like I said, you can play some games on iOS. There are some on, uh, like, Final Fantasy IV Remake uh, is available on Steam, PC, and things like mm -hmm. that. Uh, same with Final Fantasy III. Uh, tons of these games do get re-released, uh, but unfortunately, the library is just so big. Like, not everything that and is you know able to be played. Uh, some carts didn't have big runs because some games did not uh, sell particularly right. well, uh, even though they were critically acclaimed. Like the latter two uh, Castlevania games, uh, Portrait of Ruin, and I always get this one: uh, Order of Ecclesia. Uh, Ecclesia. Ecclesia yeah. uh, had kind of like they only sold like. Uh, for a system that sold millions and millions and millions of uh, units, they only sold hundreds of thousands of copies. Yeah. Like that's not a uh, even sometimes tens of thousands of copies, which is not good. D despite being uh, pretty good games. Yes, and everyone clamoring for Metroidvanias, no, not many people pick them up, unfortunately. Yeah. So some of these games are harder to find, and there's also the issue of piracy that just ran rampant on the right, system right. Uh, towards the end of it. Uh, yeah, like. Uh, and I also will say, like, places like GameStop, we would throw away the cases and instruction manuals and we'd get DS games in because it was just, there's no place to put them because there was just so many right. by the time, like, the 3DS was kind of on its way out. Even then, people would chuck the mm -hmm. cases in the garbage, like, not even recycling them or anything, and just keep the cart. And, you know, the cart would go into the display case in a little little clamshell thing. Uh so yeah, even trying to find full cases of things nowadays, like even though there's tons of them out there, uh, 
shit we did not uh do well but with that was, keeping a lot of these things complete. that was similar to other to like game boy advance stuff too i remember like there were i don't remember yeah yeah definitely those either in a lot of shops but those were like you know those were those were cardboard they're kind of meant to be disposable these are like it's, classic it's true plastic sh- uh, cases like you know yeah. like you see a lot of genesis uh cases out there because they were durable and they held up nicely same with these ds cases they're very durable and mm-hmm. hold up nicely but uh yeah they just you know they're not a lot of uh people who keep manuals or uh cases for these things nowadays and uh just a quick point like to spot fakes and everything yeah. it's kind of like you just gotta eyeball it like the best way is on the front of every ds cart is a little number a serial number pretty much saying the region and a very middle uh string of letters Mm -hmm. that will be the same on the back but the problem on the back is it's kind of printed in electric ink that will fade over time of course from you know fingerprints or whatever so you know other than like knowing what type of carts like the pokemon games those ones were always like tons and tons of bootlegs everywhere like because there were just different shades of gray Mm -hmm. in the actual physical cart color it was like yeah it's it's hard to tell. Sometimes. And you're talking about reproduction cards, but also like yeah. piracy the other way too. I, I'm thinking flash cards. Uh, it was definitely something yep. that picked up steam at, at this time. And and I think part of that's the internet uh, was was. I would say nowadays get a flash card if you're really desperate to play sure. some of these games on original hardware because some of them are just way too overpriced yeah, now. Yeah, de- definitely. Um, and and they're still like <laughs> despite Nintendo's best efforts, there are still plenty of ROM sites out there. Or you can, uh, yep. or you can grab stuff, or you can dump your own. They could. Uh, there's, yeah. there's still ways I, of doing that. It's just funny because they could easily get a lot of these just onto the 3DS eShop, and they would work. Yeah. But uh, it's probably something. It's probably time and money is then and licensing are the issues at play. Yeah. Well, Matt, why don't we get into some of these great games? Uh, yeah. And and we've got a couple of different categories of things we're going to do here. And the first one, uh, you brought up this idea. Dude, great names. Yes, you brought up this idea. I think it's fantastic. Um, the DS, a lot of people, hmm, I go back to thinking about, uh, you know, the Super Nintendo and how a bunch of people just put the word super in front of their their titles yes. uh like super, how we make the star wars game different from the nintendo star totally. wars game super, super star wars. wars super contra super empire strikes totally. back uh, super, and then even for oh, wait, that was even nintendo. for nintendo 64 uh you know similar stuff of you know wave race 64 and you know super mario 64 Excite Bike Excite 64. 64. those those are all nintendo ones but i i believe some other places did did a similar kind of thing um yeah that kind of started to go away with the GameCube because there wasn't, you know, fun shit you could say about that, I guess. But, no. um, but man, it came back with a vengeance for the DS, and, and yeah. I am here for it. So, uh, I've got I've got a list here of of some ones that I pulled out. I don't know if this is the full list. So, Matt, if you have any other ones that you want to add after hearing this, mm-hmm. and then I only know a handful, but yeah, you go you. Put yours on. I'll see if yeah. I there were there were some I didn't I, even know as I was going through the the list uh, and and finding a few of these. So um, let me let me give these out to you and uh, and then we'll try to pick which is the best name and we'll see yeah. if we can find we'll see if we can find one here. So uh, Advance Wars Dual Strike. We mentioned that one pretty mm-hmm. early. Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow, which I believe you are quite familiar with. Uh, yep. Peggle Dual Shot, which you know, we're, yeah, yeah, uh huh. They they made a they made a Peggle. <laughs> I remember, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Shin Megami Tensei Devil Survivor. Mm-hmm. 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 Ninja that's, that's Ninja Gaiden Dragon Sword. 
Mm-hmm. I was just about to mention that one, yeah. Mr. Driller Drill Spirits, we mentioned as a, as a launch title. Uh, Guilty Gear Dust Strikers. <laughs> that sounds like such a Guilty oh, Gear-ass I, fucking I, name. Why are you striking dust? Like, If you're striking dust, it doesn't sound like you're striking somebody's face, and that, that seems like a, a missed opportunity. Um, Full Metal Alchemist Dual Sympathies. <laughs> Stop! Stop! I, I stop! Don't, I, I don't know what that I, really yeah. dual sympathies. Dual, dual sympathies. Yep. Okay. Uh, and okay. then Matt, this one, this one, I think is going to be my pick. Uh, we can argue over over other ones, and maybe you'll have a, a late contender that I don't know about. But um, mm. I don't think there's any. Like, the only thing better than Full Metal Alchemist Dual Sympathies, which is an anime, yeah. which is based on an anime, uh, and then has yeah, a DS yeah, name, is a different game based on an anime with a different ds and that is bleach dark souls oh yeah oh my god the yeah, first dark shit. souls the first dark <laughs> the souls. precursor they beat from them. software looked uh, at that and went man what if we what if we took that name yeah oh my god yeah i i love that i Part of me wants to say anything that has dual in the name is automatically uh, out because you just like that's what the D stands for in the in the Nintendo DS. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Advance Wars. Yeah. Uh, what else? There was a Lunar Dragon song. Okay. Uh, that's kind of a yeah, middle of the road yeah. for a middle of the road game. So uh, I'm trying to remember. I'm going through all my games right here, but I cannot see anything else. Uh, up, up. Sonic Chronicles Dark Brotherhood yeah, doesn't not count. Quite, Sorry. Not quite. Sorry. That game shouldn't count for multiple uh, reasons. <laughs> You'd think, uh, you know, with uh, Kingdom Hearts and its lunacy of, of naming games, they would have one for the DS. No. But they, they, you know, the best one they could come up with is Dream Drop Distance for the 3DS. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, I think I think you hit most of them on the head. That was like, other than the Lunar one, that's the only ones that come to my head. Do you, do you think any of those beat Dark Souls? Uh, <laughs> uh, what was the one? The... Uh, I don't know that Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, one. that was pretty good. Uh, I mean, it does have dual in it, so good. I kind of want to. I kind of want to take it yeah. off. But uh, what was the other one that you mentioned? I mean, Dragon Sword's a good one too. Uh, Dragon Sword, yeah. Dust Strikers for Guilty Gear was. Dust Strikers, Dust that's, Strikers. That's, that's pretty dumb. It's pretty dumb. The, pretty dumb, but pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, like, you're right. It's, uh, it's either it's either Dark Souls or Dust Strikers. I, I didn't even know about this Bleach game when I saw it, and I went, wait, wait a minute, Dark Souls. It's like a, <laughs> I think it's just like a fighting game, right? I had no idea, man. I, it came out I, so part, late. I, I I never watched Bleach. I'm a I'm a Naruto guy, so uh, that was mm, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Like Naruto, That's I okay. should I should actually watch Full Metal Alchemist though, not Bleach. I'm I'm fine on Bleach, but I uh, oh Full Metal Alchemist, yeah, watch Full yeah. Metal. Screw the should other I, two. Should watch I watch Full Metal. Well, Brotherhood or should I watch the original, or should I just watch the original first? Just watch, watch the watch original both. first. <laughs> Watch both, but watch the original okay. first, and then watch the the movie Conqueror Shambhala. Anyway, that's <laughs> even though well, we're you say you say that's later. enough anime, but I feel like there's yeah. more anime uh, yet to come, especially I'm when trying to remember there's any other DS ones. But I'm looking through my nope, Okami Den. Nope, mm-hmm. that was no, not different. one. The, yeah, I don't think there was yeah. anything else that comes to mind. Yeah, I'm sure somebody out there has the definitive list. Po- possibly, uh, but do they have anything yeah. better than Dust Strikers or Dark Souls? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. So, so let's uh, move on uh, to our next category here. So did we give it to Dust Strikers or Dark Souls? I don't, or are we I don't tying care. It? It's fine. They're, they're, we'll this... tie it. <laughs> anime Fighter and the Anime uh, Shonen. 
It's a tie. Uh, let's let's move on to this other category here, Matt. Before the show, I asked you to bring to have a list ready of five mm. like offbeat DS games that you just felt were representative yes. of the era. Because when I think about the DS, I think about those touchscreen controls and how a lot of things were were just changed. It changed the way people thought about games, just in the input stuff and all that kind of stuff. But at the same mm. time. Being a region-free console, I know the GBA was also region-free, so it's maybe that's not that big of a deal. But um, I felt like we got a lot more from Japan this time, a lot more like really weird games. Uh, and I'm also thinking around this time of like the, the like the PS2 bringing over like um, Mad Maestro and Mr. Mosquito and and yep. some of these other like there was and uh, like even um, um, Katamari Damashi and. Like we are mm-hmm. definitely getting more of just like the weirdness from Japan, and and I think the DS embraced that, and and as well, I think there were a lot of innovative Western developers as well that, that were doing interesting things. So uh, yeah. I asked for you to bring five. I brought my five. We have not revealed these lists to each other, so there might be some crossover. Let's just see, Matt. Why don't you give us? We'll why don't out. you give us? Uh, you know, your first one here. My first one, uh, as I mentioned earlier, the DSi had a very cool game. It's uh, Photo Dojo, yeah. the make-your-own-fighter. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play, if I can pull up. Yeah, here, I got my friend here, Mike. Mm-hmm. L- he's a loose cannon. I'm not going to say what his, his catch his thing is on the, the whatever, okay. but this is what his sounds his, uh, t- uh, when you select him. I don't That's, know if you heard uh, that. I but... did. Very threatening. Very threatening. <laughs> but yeah, it, it basically like you can, using the cameras on the DSi, uh, you basically uh, take photos, poses of you, like, you know, a couple ones. So you get like three frames of animation mm-hmm. of walking, one of punching, one of kicking, one of getting ready to do a like super move and then a forward launch like Kamehameha or whatever. Uh, like Hadouken or whatever you want to do, and and you go from there. It's very very basic, but the weird possibilities yeah. are kind of, not endless, but still <laughs> it's such a like neat toy and one that you can just mess around. Uh, I remember people saying like, oh, it's too bad they didn't have like uh, online capabilities. But again, people were oh, ruin yeah, this for tried, everybody, yeah. many, so there's no way they would have had this like as a into that model. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> Thankfully, I did not take a picture of my penis oh, on this one. Oh, on this one? Like, yeah, okay, no, you saved it for it. other ones. Okay, well, good to know. I was going to save it for Perfect Dark, but they took that out <laughs> uh, in the original version. Uh, they were going yeah, to. Yeah. Uh, no, there's something else I can I can mention about penises and things a little later. <laughs> oh, well, list. good. Well, uh, well, I look Not that look I did forward, it, but everyone definitely did it at the time. Look forward to hearing about that. Uh, well, uh, what's one for you? So you mentioned, you mentioned it before, Sonic Chronicles Dark Brotherhood. Um, I, I don't think this game is particularly very good. Uh, I was gonna I've, play it. I have tried it because it says Bioware. Yeah, on yes, it. that's the weird part. They made a Sonic game. They made a Sonic RPG made by Bioware, uh, which yeah. sounds like a fever dream somebody had. And I just don't think it's a very good game. <laughs> it's the oh, the writing sucks. is still pretty bad. Um, mm. The the. It, I mean, it's a Sonic game. I mean, my my expectations. But it's also are already... Bioware. Like these are the people who brought us Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic and Mass Effect. Which I'm not saying they are the most perfect writing games, but they're better than this. <laughs> they're better than this. Um, and 
maybe I'll try Jade Empire next. I, I, I like Jade Empire. It's got its problems, but I like I, Jade I Empire. I haven't played it yet, but I haven't played it. Uh, anyway. the, the problem with this game, though, is it, the controls are just so bad. It is, mm. it is you, you can only play it with touch controls. The touch controls aren't great. Uh, Sonic is a is a franchise known for speed, and when you're in the overworld, it's kind of this isometric top downy view, and you're mm-hmm. trying to direct Sonic, and there's like loop de loops and things, but it's just like a big overworld. It feels worse than Sonic 3D Blast, uh, if that tells you anything about how how yeah. poorly this game controls, and it's just not Oof. worth it. And there are a bunch of it does have some interesting combat stuff. I think you can kind of do. Uh, do you have combo attacks or is it just you can power up the moves by doing like little mini games? But the mini games. Oh, so it's on the back here. Launch fast lightning, uh, lightning fast combo. Yeah. They're, with one character or they the whole They don't feel good. They, they don't feel good mm. at all. I could never master how to do them because they just felt bad. Um, they're bad. It's, it's, it's not a good game. It's not a good game. I've barely gotten far into it at all because I just cannot wrestle with how bad it is. But oh, a man. Sonic game made by Bioware is the weirdest thing to me. So that that definitely made my list. Okay, Matt, hit us with another one of yours. Yes, uh, another one of mine. Uh, this is definitely a mm-hmm. good game. Uh, Kirby and the sure. Canvas Curse. Might, might show up later when not we're exactly talking about the... 25s. Oh, yes. Not, not the weirdest game, mm-hmm. uh, certainly on my list, but it is definitely one where uh, they take the idea of the touchscreen and they definitely build upon it in a way that I was like... How are you going to make a game out of like Kirby not controlling him with you know the directional mm-hmm. pad or not like having him jump around or fly around? Oh, you just you you draw a line and you you know guide him along. Kirby's already kind of a ball. We've done Kirby's tilt yeah. and tumble and Kirby's Kirby's pinball and Kirby's golf uh, or dream course. Sorry. So uh, dream course. So like yeah, yeah, yeah why right. why not have him be a ball again where you can draw some stuff on that? That's a really good game. We'll we'll talk. We'll definitely mention yeah, that is. more. It is, and it's definitely more of like the weirder Kirby games. Like they would uh, re- re- uh, return this in the Wii U with uh, was it the Rainbow Cruise? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. What is it called? Kirby and the Rainbow. Rainbow Curse. Rainbow Cruise. It might be Curse. Oh yeah. And yeah, it's it's pretty much yes. they uh, would return to it uh, with a, a few little differences. Yeah. Like you can play co-op uh, with other players on the big screen while the uh, main character, uh, as Kirby, can play on the bottom screen. Uh, but I think it's just tighter here on the DS. Uh, just like it's the, the boss fights are fun. It's like it's just such a nice uh, mm-hmm. idea. And yeah, uh, things to come for the DS when this uh, launch lay. It was what, like... Mm, I want to say like nine months, uh, right around after WarioWare, God, I can't, I, I Touch can't came out. It was definitely the game where people were like, "Oh, this is a game to get a yeah. DS for." Yeah, it it really did show off the hardware in, in a good way. It was a it was a good example yep. where, and its quirkiness is what makes it endearing mm-hmm. today. Totally. Uh, my next one is Trauma Center Under the Knife, which is uh, just yeah. a. I never got to play any of these good. games. It's it's. I, I didn't get super far into it, but I remember playing it and thinking this is just a weird thing. This was this was before um oh what's the the VR one now that that people uh, the, the silly one or your oh uh Surgeon yeah Simulator yeah Surgeon Simulator or something yeah, that's right so this yeah, was yeah. pre Surgeon Simulator people weren't used to doing surgery games like what a weird concept but. Well, I think I seem to remember in the previews for this game that you, like the end level is very weird and not medical. Yeah, like it gets, it gets a little supernatural. I don't think I got to that part, uh, but it's it is like an anime visual novel kind of thing, 
also it's a surgery game. So you'll you'll perform surgeries on the bottom screen where you are using the touchscreen to like suture this person up or to uh, you know to make an incision and then you know disinfecting it. And it's it works. It works, and it's it's not uh, like I am I am a, a little bitch when it comes to being super squeamish about uh, any blood medical stuff, and they they um, they abstract it out enough. Like it, it doesn't it doesn't look like you're cutting into skin. Uh, so like if if that's something you worry about, if I can do it, you can do it for sure. And it's it. I'm guessing this is not an M rated no, uh, no, no, no. surgeon no, no, no. game. <laughs> um, it's. It, I think they made another one, not for the DS though. I think it was for the Wii. The yeah, Wii. yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, not as good as I've uh, from what I've heard. Uh, mostly called, because it was just a was little. Was that one hard. called like Trauma Team or something like that? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Trauma Team. That's it. Life or yeah, Trauma Team. Um, how about you, Matt? What uh, What's your next one? Uh, my number three kind of one is going to be a little basic, but still, it's very quirky. It's Meteos. It's like the puzzle game you kind of should get for the It's like DS. the anti-Tetris. Uh, it kind of is. It's like you're sending off junk instead of trying to mm-hmm. erase it. Like, you're getting sent all these, like, blocks from another planet, and the way to win is to make is it match three. And, uh, is it M- uh, or uh, I, I can't. Yeah, sorry. It's matching up different colors so you launch like you basically make them so they launch upwards if if i had it in front of me Uh, i could tell you exactly how it works but but having to say it in the abstract i cannot remember i i know you could like move things vertically and horizontally because the vertical ones that you line up would uh like rocket more they'd have more uh propellant behind them and then the ones that you did horizontally would would like go slower up but then you could even like combo things to like so stuff's already flying up in the air and then if you get something underneath that you can then rock it up and so it'll shove that up even further uh and the different planets you could play on had different uh gravities that would that would make for a different kind of play experience it's good uh it will we it will i will definitely be making sure that that gets talked about when we get to the 25 oh yeah i'm sure it's going to be uh high on our list uh but yeah, and they also made a uh, Disney yeah. I was gonna one, say, or uh, sure didn't mean the plays... Disney one. That well, I mean weirder. that one played uh, like the the uh, way that uh, you know it holds up like a booklet instead of uh, so you get right. more screen real estate and a better way to play it, I think. But I never got a chance to play that one. So like the original Medios, uh, when I found that for like a couple of bucks, That's so good. Uh, Ten years after it was released, it's like, oh, I should check this out. I always wanted to get this, but I always got the, you know, I got the DS like, you know, mm-hmm. after this came out, and uh, I was like, oh, I don't want to get a puzzle game to play by myself when there's no internet multiplayer for that one. I'll wait until they make one that is with internet multiplayer. See, I was. It would have been nice, but so like I was the kid with the DS uh, among kids with PSP, so they're like, oh, all Luminous is great, and I'm like, guys, Media, mm. Medios though, Medios is like the shit. You guys should play Medios. I did have a couple friends who got it, and we got to play some Medios matches. Um, I mean, you know, that's that's just the genius of Mizuguchi. So, very true. It, makes them both he makes a, a great puzzle game and a great music game all right matt i i'm gonna say this next one i i'm not sure if it's on your list uh so i, I feel mm. bad if i'm taking it but uh i'm gonna say guitar hero on tour oh i forgot about the guitar hero i games. i own Holy this shit. game and it's these are weird it's nuts because they like this is the height of of uh, rock, mm-hmm. of, uh like the rock band guitar hero craze and 
how would it work on a DS? Well, well let me tell you, uh, you're strumming, you're strumming the bottom screen with your with your uh, uh, touch screen with your uh, stylus, but they they put on an extra attachment that would go into the GBA slot. Yeah. Uh, so you can't play this on the DSi. No, no, you cannot. Or the 3DS. Yeah. And nor, nor probably should you. Um, mm. But you'd strap this thing on to the bottom of your DS, and it would have the the notes on it that you would. Yep. Uh, and there's only four buttons. Yes, it was, there's only uh, four. Yeah, and I think that, that's pride. what I was most excited about, though, is because I I was always I could never go to expert. You could only stop at the blue button. Yeah, you know, I could. Get to I the could orange. never go expert. That was where I I fell off in Guitar Hero. Um, but like I, I could play. I powered through that. Uh, I, could, <laughs> I got uh, through that phase. I just couldn't do it. Um, but I was really good at the four, and I wish there was like a, a mode where it was like, "What's a really hard four? Because I would think I'd do great at that. Um, and then I thought, "Oh, this is gonna be it. It's got the four buttons. Also, it's on a DS, and it just—it's not. It's not great. I didn't. I could not find a, a, a way to hold it that felt good. So what? I, what yeah. actually I ended up doing was like tilting it just a little bit, so it wasn't quite in the GBA <sighs> slot. Um, and I carpal could, tunnel. Well, it felt better that way. It, I, it was getting the carpal Oof. tunnel the, the quote unquote correct way. But then when I tilted <laughs> a little bit off out of the, the slot, I could play it well, but I'm partly partly out of the slot, so it would slip out and just say, Oh, you can't like you've you've fa- you fucked up. Uh, you can't play this anymore. Um, oh, so it was bad all around. Uh, I, I played that once at a, like a kiosk in Walmart and played Nirvana's Breed, and that was it. And I was like, Okay, that was yeah. neat. All right, I'm they done. did make uh, they made a couple, I think. There wasn't mm-hmm. I think the eighties one showed up on this too. Or, yes. Yeah, I can't it, remember. It, it's sold and it's sold enough that yeah, I would come across uh, working in GameStop, there would still be people that would sell the game and it's like, Oh, the game's only worth this much. I'm like, Well, you need the controller too, and you don't have that, so yeah sorry uh i was so when i i don't even think we took the controller at that point i, I wouldn't like, be surprised it was like, a, like that just seems yeah. like space that's getting wasted at that point um uh, i was much more of a fan once i did get my psp of rock band unplugged that was i think that was a very i heard that one's it's good. very very good. good um and then uh, they did make some rock band games or band hero games for the ds as well I, too i think you're right i did yeah. not i never played them i never band hero anybody remember band I hero, never played band hero. <laughs> i never played band hero uh nobody nobody played band hero. matt why don't you uh, give uh, us the next one uh the next one uh this one's kind of a number one in my heart okay but, uh it, it's it's a it's and it'll definitely come up later in our list but uh elite beat agents it's such sure. a just it's so strange what's the japanese like, it's version not the called? strangest you remember? uh i had that listed in front of me but uh uh it's osu te kate oh shit uh oenden oh yeah the, the oenden yeah oenden yeah. uh anyway yeah it's uh pretty much a western version of that game where it's a tap rhythm game uh, but it's just the setup of it is just so weird. It's basically a group called the Elite Beat Agents who come in and basically give uh, cheering support to people in need of motivation or help. And uh, they're left by, led by this guy named Commander Khan who just sends them out on missions whenever they people call for help. And you tap and drag across the screen to songs like uh, Skater Boy or songs by Good Charlotte, Deep Purple, Jackson Five. Yeah, like that's Jamiroquai. That's kind of uh, Rolling that's kind of like the good and bad it's, part, though, because the Owen Don games had a completely different set of songs yep. 
Uh, so you kind of want to play both of them because I mean they were all Japanese songs. It's yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. Like, that's why I want to play them, Matt. Lark on Seal is the biggest I, one that you know everybody remembers from a wedding. Do I want fucking Skater uh, Boy or do I want some cool ass Japanese tracks? See, I didn't. Re- I wasn't really a fan of all the all the tracks, but I was still rocking out to <laughs> Skater Boy, even though I am not an Avril Lavigne fan. I, you know what? Not a good Charlotte. I did fan. play a lot of that uh, Avril Lavigne track in uh, Burnout Paradise. Was that still Was that still <laughs> Skater Boy or was that no? No, that was Girlfriend. That was Girlfriend. That was di- that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah way it's different. Very song, different. But song. I mean, well, this in the in the actual like the setup because every everyone's a story. The one for that one, since I played that today, was is a taxi driver who just goes out of control every time he picks up a a, a fare, but forgets to collect the fare yeah. too. And he you know end of his shift, uh, he gets a warning from the cops like, if you go over again, I'm gonna take away your license forever. And then he picks up a pregnant lady as as his last like call. So like the the whole mission, he's like trying to speed through like the subway through the park getting escorts and if you do well like you know the you know the cutscenes will uh show like your improvements and uh, have you go on and then you you know get to the end and she gets to the sure. hospital everything's oh, good course, that, yeah, that's like ending. the typical the typical one there are other ones like uh, a mother who promises her son she's a uh, uh, works as a meteorologist and says, oh, it's going to be sunny to her son this weekend, but turns out the uh, weather report said it's going to rain, but she lies to everybody on air and says, it's going to be sunny because I love Aww. my kid. And so she's trying everything to get, and so you know, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire th- September plays while you try to help. Everybody helps like using their fans <laughs> out the building window to blow away the clouds or making a few, like a effigy to bell or somebody to get the rain to go away with a bunch of other animals i don't it's such a just a very strange yeah. game it's not like the strangest playing game like it's a very tap focused but sure. it's fun to play it's just the setup is just and so i weird. feel like it inspired the a lot of rhythm games that showed up on ds or and 3ds too mm. uh, i think about like the they never they never seem as like weird like sound shapes might be like kind of like the weirdest one of the kind of thing but that's more of like a platformer yeah i'm of thinking of like uh like theat the- rhythm or the- theater rhythm, the rhythm. Fantasy. Um, yeah I, I just i'm looking for something that's a little bit more wild mm-hmm. like that's all like you know that's the final fantasy games retold through music which mm-hmm. is great uh groove coaster is very that's abstract true. but you know it's not it's not these weird stories yeah. that just are like hilarious yeah like the from there's a guy as a ninjas <laughs> trying to sneak in to jamiroquois canned heat like i i don't i don't know how to explain yeah like, how from, awesome from a story is. perspective it's it's much closer to the to like the parappa the rapper to uh guitar man yes, the, yes. that kind of like oh jammer Lammy, yeah like let's give you a, like yeah, a weird definitely. setup thing for these levels and then also have you play I, a rhythm game i honestly need more of those in my life for my They're, rhythm games because they've they've you know playing like playing rock bands great but i need a little more something a little zhuzh, you a little know in there a little, <laughs> a little uh yeah I, yeah a little genesis. all right matt how about this one i haven't played this game but i i have wanted it it's, this is one of those games that didn't sell very well and it's hard to get copies of um Mm. Hotel Dusk, Room Two One Five. You have you have a copy of this. I you have, have a copy, copy of that, of right course. Uh, uh, have not played it all the way through, but it is a good. Yeah, I think what's the cool part about it is you know it wasn't the first game to do this, but it it was similar to the style stabby that you mentioned. You pl- you would play 
uh, a good portion of the game, maybe all of the game, in the in the book, the book, book mode. Form, yeah, yeah, you'd actually physically turn your your DS system ninety degrees and and play with the screens vertical. And you'd actually use that for some puzzle solving stuff too. Isn't there a part where like mm. something is printed on one side on one screen and to to print it to the other screen, you actually need to close your system and then when you open it back up, it's it's transferred that print over. That's yep, kind of like the like that one trick in uh, Phantom. Yeah, yeah, like that's so cool. That's those are some cool ideas. Uh, it's got a yep. really the art style is really cool as well. Like that yep. pencil drawn, aha, mm-hmm. uh-huh, take me on look almost. Yeah, uh, it looks really smooth, smooth as well too. It's it's really a fascinating adventure. And game. it had a sequel as well, or like a maybe not mm-hmm. necessarily a sequel, but a um, like a like from the same developer or something inspired by uh, Last Window, The Secret of Cape West. It is a sequel. Yes, uh, also came out for DS. Um, yeah, I've, I that's a game I would like to play someday. Maybe someday. Nice, Matt. I think you have one more, correct? <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do, and it it's definitely one of the weirdest games that you can play mm-hmm. on the system. I think you can only play on the system. It's Duck Amuck. I I know nothing about Duck Amuck. So you know the uh, the short uh, Duck Amuck, the, uh, the, the enemy warning short mm-hmm. that is pretty much uh, Daffy Duck is uh, pretty much breaking the fourth wall yeah. constantly. An animator off screen is just messing with him the whole time, like a racing fantastic game, cartoon. Them, like, yep. Yep, and then at the very end, it turns out it's Bugs Bunny mm-hmm. the whole time. Ain't I in a stinka? It, it's absolutely great. This takes that concept and makes it into the game. Like, you are, it's not so much of like a uh, platformer or any kind of adventure game. It's just a bunch of, like, I won't even call them micro games. You just have to discover them. Like, you start the game out, and it's just Daffy Duck just standing there, and you have to interact with him. So it's a sort of a game of discovery, and there's just so many. Uh, like the you as as you play along, you will unlock things, and you're like, okay, so there is things to unlock, and there is a way to complete this game. But uh, like, it's point of like, uh, it's kind of like Untitled Goose Game. It's like a sandbox where you explore and like learn what the rules are. This is like you got to find out like, well, what makes the DS unique? So like, one of the uh, things in this game was when you're playing it and you close the cover, the game doesn't turn off and go into oh, sleep mode. Interesting. Uh, Daffy Duck will say, "Hey, who turned off the lights?" Very cool. And suddenly, if you start pressing the left and right buttons, he'll say, "Like, hey, hey, go to the right again." And so you'll start playing this sort of game with the DS That's closed. And, he's, and at some point, he's like, "Hey, I found it." So you open it up, and there's like a monster there or something like that. What's that? The Martian monster, the one, the big oh, hairy one. Yeah, uh, I, forgot his, I forgot his eyeballs. name, but yes, I, I know who you're talking about. And then they decide to ha- have him talk in the, the Looney Tunes show reboot that came out in Cartoon yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and so it's just, there's like, they're like, uh, I remember, uh, was it Joycast, uh, Joystick mm-hmm. Podcast? Uh, they uh, would always like would talk about this game and there's one part where you make a you know Daffy says hey draw me a steed so you have to draw him mm-hmm. a steed uh, I drew a bong of course, everybody else sure. drew wongs uh-huh. so uh, yeah so of course like one of the I remember the joystick podcast that one had Justin McElroy's so like there we go just nice nice fat right there Some good uh-huh. old yeah, that's and of course, and then right when you finish it, then Daffy Duck goes, "Ah, there's my steed," and jumps on it and rides sure. away on it. So, yeah, there's a lot of people did that when that game <laughs> came out, and that's what most people remember probably for it. But there is a weirdly fascinating, not like it's a game, but it's like you know, 
it, it's just like a fascinating toy slash experience. Yeah, that's that really interesting. Really highlights things about the DS that make it. There's great. a there's an iPhone game. I can't remember the name of it, but it's it's a puzzle game, and each puzzle that you, each puzzle that you get to each level has you manipulate the phone in a very different way. Whether it's mm. whether it's the uh, touchscreen or whether it's the accelerometer. Um, drop seven no is no it? drop seven is just a regular no. puzzle game but um oh i know what you're talking about it's uh yeah it's it's very like uh, uh pastel looking yeah kinda. it had some color stuff to it so there would there would be yeah. all sorts of different ways that you could manipulate the the phone to uh to be able to solve these puzzles and like some of them you'd get to it and you'd just like touch something or try the accelerometer and nothing would work and you go like i, I don't know what how am I supposed to do this next one? <laughs> what do you What do you even do? Um, but this kind of sounds that way, where it's like, how how many fun ways can we mess with the the features of this system? Uh, and mm -hmm. that's a really neat idea. Uh, well, yeah, Duck and Muck is just it's great for. Them. Well, Matt, I had two uh, at the end here, just in case you said one of them, uh, but you didn't say either of them, so I'm going to kind of mention them. Good. Uh, the first one is Electroplankton. Uh, that game is just oh yeah a, that was a DSI uh, yeah download it, game it was a music yeah kind of, yeah uh, kind of like just a, a music maker thing uh, mm -hmm. like you weren't you weren't making super long tracks or anything but it was just manipulate these things and they'll have musical notes that go along with them uh, more people probably remember I mean, electroplankton super long tracks I have a I have a game card here for that. <laughs> Matt, shut up. That's my other one. Uh, <laughs> oh, crap. I didn't know. <laughs> um, most people probably remember Electroplankton more for, uh, you know, the Smash level. Uh, there's a, yeah, it's in Super Smash Brothers. But, uh, yeah, if I, uh, I believe I know the game you're talking about that's not even really a game, uh, it is the yeah. Korg DS10 Synthesizer. There, there oh, it is. Yeah. I won this at PAX how did East you, at a beat, How did you not add, add that to your list? What a weird fucking thing. It's a synthesizer. But I mean, it's but I mean, it's like it's it's software. And for the, the DS, it kind of became like with all the my coaching mm -hmm. things and like just the multitude of like games like that. Not games. Like right. Software mm -hmm. like that. This is just like to me. This is just straight up. Software. I guess so. I, uh, I thought it was fascinating that I would occasionally see bands like Math the Band or Shushu use in their live setups, which is always hilarious when you see a DS sure. on the. Sometimes a DS fat when it came to Shushu, they would have this up on the screen so they could have lay down their synthesizer tracks. Uh, I think that's right. And not have somebody at like a at a Korg or a Moog synthesizer. So it's hilarious. Yeah, it's... But yeah, uh, and there were, there were uh, it's from Xseed Games and there was a DSi uh, ability to this. It was pretty much just, you can lay extra tracks. Mm. That was, that was kind of it. Uh, yeah, I won that with Deca Sports. <laughs> what, a, what a time. At PAX East, the first PAX East uh, BitMob meetup. That was great. <laughs> All right, Matt. I think we've covered enough here. We've uh, we've spent already uh, quite a bit of time talking about uh, everything except for our top twenty-five. So let's get into the top twenty-five here. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of the best, maybe most efficient way to do this. How about we kind of do it backwards? I don't know if we did this last time, but let's each go back and forth naming games that we think should be on the top 25 like like the most the least objectionable games that should absolutely be yep. on this and then once we get to uh some that we're maybe butting heads on a little bit then we can then we can talk about what's left yeah so sure, i'm sure. gonna start uh I'll, I'll take the gimme here uh advance wars dual strike 
is mm, yeah. is one of the best games on the DS, and I think it absolutely should be on this list. I I have that on my list as well too. So yeah, All we right. can we can definitely put that one right there. I'll mark it down. Uh, I don't think either of us are going to mention. Uh, uh, was it Days of Ruin? Was the yeah Advance Wars Days of Ruin? So oh yeah, we should uh, I should mention at the beginning here we are not going to have uh, for for this we decided not to have uh, similar to the way we did the 3ds only one game per series, but uh, yeah. but like there can be multiple games from a franchise. So there can be multiple Mario games, but you know there can't be multiple mario tennis games not not that there yeah. were but not gonna be a huge problem on this system for those yeah. games but yeah i'm not gonna put every castlevania game I'm not gonna have three castlevania games on our top right. 25 and, and we might have to have discussions of which is the best one uh the most representative yeah, much one. to my chagrin but <laughs> uh but we'll we'll talk about that in time when it when it comes okay. up uh but yeah we might have to have an argument about like final fantasy 3 versus final fantasy 4 uh, but we'll we'll get into that when it comes. So uh, I'm saying okay. Advance Wars Dual Strike, and yeah, I think we both agree that uh, that Dual Strike is better than Days of Ruin. Days of Ruin is fine. It's I haven't played it. I heard it's okay. It's just it gets so super serious, even though it is kind of weird that uh, it's... like they're so gun ho and happy about war in the the Advance Wars series that yeah. suddenly they take a sharp I... turn and make everything super serious. It's like. Hmm. Maybe we didn't. Serious want this. is maybe a weird word for. Like it, it definitely goes for a grittier art style, despite still being ah. silly. Um, and it, it changes the gameplay a little bit too, with with some command units and the way some things like the the supers work, the uh, commander yeah. moves. Um, yeah, just dual strike feels like the the encompassing of everything from dual from Advance Wars one and two. And, uh, yep, wireless play included now. Yeah. The uh, was it the uh, airplanes on the top screen now? You have like that whole. The, yeah, there there would be uh, there would be some maps. I don't think it was every map, but some maps would have no. two fronts where you'd actually be battling, and uh, and that would be pretty cool as well. Um, yeah, I, that, that's a great game. Well, great yeah. game, great game. Anyway, uh, my choice. Uh -huh. huh? What do you think? Uh, let's put uh, Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars. You know, it's not on my twenty-five, but I think it makes perfect sense to be on the twenty-five. So I, yeah, yeah, that is uh, a game that came. It got a little nod on South Park for that trying to get that South Park sales bump, but did not help this game whatsoever. It was a massive flop for Rockstar. Uh, M-rated, mm -hmm. so that probably was probably the reason. On, uh, yeah, uh, I got it for like twenty bucks a couple weeks after launch, so it was really already yep. kind of. Uh, but it's a really good Grand Theft. It Auto is. Game. I think. I think it was just hard to market it to people because, like, like yeah. you mentioned, it was an M-rated game, so you're going to cut a, a large portion of the DS audience out just with that. Um, it's also harkening back to Grand Theft Auto One and Two. Where it has that top-down yeah, view, but different, yeah. But it's isometric, and it definitely like there's a like rotating camera. Yeah, uh, it's it's playing those games way back in the day. It is way easier to play. Oh, I, oh, I'm sure. But just if if you're somebody uh, who had played Grand Theft Auto Three or Vice City, and now you're looking at this, you're like, that's not the Grand Theft Auto I know. You'd you'd look at the PSP ones and be like, maybe I should play Liberty City Stories, which, which was. Mm, I mean, that's got it's got Phil Collins in it. You can't. 
can't beat that. Yeah. It's a Phil Collins drum solo yeah. in that game. That's very good. Isn't that, was that uh, Liberty City Stories or Vice City Vice Stories? Vice City Stories, you're right, sorry. sorry. Yeah, yeah, they made two. But those would eventually come to PS2, which are kind of just, you know, a little better yeah. to play on there anyway. Uh, this game, though, has, like, there's no voice acting. I think that also was part of the reason a lot of people didn't, like, kind of connect with it, because for some reason there was a lot of, like, anti-reading back in the day with uh, a lot of game Back then, like, still. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I remember Tommy Tellerico, like, saying, like, oh, yeah, A Thousand Year yeah. Door is a really good RPG, but you have to read so he's, much in it. I'm like, a, what the He's the music guy. Of course is... he doesn't care about the, the words. Anyway, yeah, he can. Uh, he had a game review show with That's Victor That's true. Lucas yeah, Electric, today on Electric G4. Playground. Or no, yeah. no, 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 no. Uh, but anyway, this one. Playground. Um, uh, no. Uh, What's it called? Shit. Shit. I forget what it was, but I'm gonna find that. I'm gonna. I'm you gonna can look, look that, that up. up. I'm gonna explain the best part about Chinatown Wars. There's this whole mini game in this uh, version of Grand Theft Auto, where it's, it's basically uh, drug wars that you could play. If you, anyone remembers their TI-89 calculators or 80, 83 plus mm -hmm. calculators back in the day, uh, there's this. You know, people would pass around games like Beer Wars, which was a text-based adventure game uh, where you're trying to get beer for your party, trying to evade the cops, and you know older adults and everything then some people made a game called drug wars which is the same concept but with drugs this takes the whole game and gives an economy of drugs where you are looking up you know emails or texts from drug dealers like hey man i gotta offload a ton of weed today i'll give you a great discount meet me here uh I'm, i'll be here till thursday and i can give you a good cut so you can go out grab some weed from this guy if you have the cash save it bring it back to your safe house and then wait for somebody who desperately needs a lot of weed and can just unload them and they'll pay like exorbitant prices so and there's just so many like emergent things with this uh aspect of the game too like you'll run into you know a drug dealer who might seem like a little off for a second and uh, we'll be like oh well uh yeah yeah that, that was a good deal and then all of a sudden you are bust you know you get uh raided by the cops and you have to run away it, it's so like like emergent in that way and uh, the risk reward of like, you know, you got to get back to your safe house. And if you get busted, you lose all the drugs you have on you. You can still keep some of the cash, but still it's like it. I, I'm mystified why Rockstar has not implemented this in either Grand Theft Auto 5 or like like anything they've done uh, since they've been so focused in their single player games with like these like pop up sort of events that just happen in the environment. This is like right <laughs> here. And my God. Uh, you can get this on the PSP as well too. Uh, they uh, had was it the Vita or no? It was just the original PSP. I believe I think. it was the PSP. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there were there are a few like touchscreen other things in this like there's scratch tickets that you would use the touchscreen for, uh, hot wiring cars like you'd undo the screws on mm. some of them or like slice through the leather to get through or dumpster dive and things like that. They would use the touchscreen. Some weird things. Um, but yeah, like it, this is definitely one of the best. Grand Theft Auto portable totally. games. Totally, yeah. Uh, period. Back when Rockstar made games, what a time! <laughs> I know. Right? Uh, Judgment Day was the the show I was thinking of. He he did. Talarico did co-host on Electric Playground, but Judgment Day is the one with Victor uh, okay. Lucas that they did the review. Ah. Um. All right. I wonder what Victor Lucas is doing. Nowadays. He's still doing Electric Playground. Like he, yeah, oh, he's, yes. he's doing shit. like. I had no idea that was still yeah, going. He's doing like an online version of it. Um. And like he's he's tweets out a bunch of stuff. He he is. Oh wow. He, he feels like this is a weird thing to say. Uh, he feels like Jeff Keeley's dad. Like he could have been Jeff Keeley, 
Uh, he, I mean, he looked back in the day. He looked like he could have been Jeff Keighley. Yeah, dad. and and Jeff Keighley was also on G four. Uh, this is obviously way off topic, but uh, like there is there is like a relentless positivity that you get from both of those people when it comes to stuff like that. Uh, even though they just love games, they, they man. do. They just, they love, just games. love video. Games. Although you know, Victor was at least on like a video game reviewing show where sometimes he did rip into yeah. some games. Um, yeah, he, occasionally. Anyway, I, I think he also focuses. Never, never faulted them for having to read. Everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very true. Uh, I think he's also way in more into like kids' game stuff, like in, uh, stuff for parents uh, about uh, games for children or or what games are appropriate mm. for children, things like that. Um, like I don't think he was part of John Davison's thing. I can't remember what that was, but uh, that was totally yeah, I remember. Yeah, uh, but he's still kind of like in that space. Uh, oh, that's all right. So we've got two games here: uh, Advanced Wars, Dual Strike, and Chinatown Wars. I would like to put in Matt. There's got to be a Pokemon game. We we know this. It, yes. it can't. It, we... I actually played. This is one of the first Pokemon games I played since Red and Blue was on the Which DS. Which one? Because there's black version. Okay, because we've got a lot here. Uh, there is, there yes. is. It, the it was one of the new ones, wasn't one of the, like the remake ones, right? Uh, like diamond, crystal, and uh, was it pearl? <laughs> You're were all the remakes. No, just stop, stop it, man. Stop. I forget. Yes. I, for, I let me. There was a shit. Then just them, then man. let me say them. I, I, I got I got you, baby. Um, <laughs> Fine, I'll leave the expert at. I'll leave the Pokemon. Diamond, to, Diamond, to Pearl, and Platinum was a generation that okay. was Gen Four. Uh, then we got remakes of Gold and Silver, which was Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Crystal was the third one to that, but Chris, Crystal uh, never okay. showed up on the yes. DS. Um, and then we had Pokemon Black and White, and then Pokemon Black and White Two, all on the DS. We had a lot of Pokemon on the DS. Uh, so it is our job here to say which is the representative for Pokemon, and I—it's tough. It's really tough, I think. So, so it sounds. I'm going to defer to you because you have clearly played well, way more Pokemon. Than sure. I have. Uh, it sounds like you enjoy Black, uh, Black and White. That that generation. It was okay. I didn't finish it, but it it yeah, was they okay. Went to, they went to America. You know, it was New. It was they New York City. Did you? It's crazy, right? And I did like the, like the they tried doing some like online features mm-hmm. and things like that and wireless play. Uh, yeah, so. some of that stuff started in the uh, in the uh, Diamond Pearl, the original ones. That you had the the GTS, the Global Trade System, so you could That's start it, yep. uh, actually trading online. You know, you'd put up, I want this Pokemon. Here's this Pokemon that I'm putting up, and you go to bed, and the next the next day you open it up, and there it is. Somebody. Somebody traded you a Raikou for your Sparrow or whatever, and it's like that's why. Why would people do that? But they did. Um, it was it was fun. Uh, I like Diamond and Pearl a lot, but I I think <sighs> Gold and Silver just are in such a special place in my heart that I think those and I think those re- remakes are just really extremely well done. Um, so they count as they count for this list? Yes, I think they do because they are they are like complete overhauls of of the systems. Uh, they brought in the held items that or held items were in in um, gold and silver, but they brought in a lot of the features that you got from generations three and four, um, even the Pokemon from generations three and four that you could eventually start catching after you did the main story stuff. Um, it it brought in a, a bunch of new content and and a total new art mm. style and it just I, I think it's really great from top to bottom uh, so I I think I would tend to say Heart Gold and Soul Silver should be the representatives of of Pokemon but 
I think it's it's relatively hard to go wrong here. I think the only wrong choice is black two and white two, which uh, I I've heard your opinions yeah, on black I, two and white I two. I semi recently played through those games again to do a different gamers on the go podcast, and I uh, d- apparently do not like those games at all. <laughs> um, so. Uh, I heard they they reviewed so well back in the day. They though. did. Pe- uh, people people were wrong back in the day. People are like, oh man, the first Pokemon people sequel. People like garbage. People like Trubbish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For me, like Black, that was just the first Pokemon game I got into since Pokemon Snap, uh, and the first actual Pokemon game since Pokemon Blue. So, yeah. Uh, to me, I was like, oh, maybe I can get into Pokemon with this, and I tried for yeah. a little bit and got you know a little far, and I was like, that's okay. And yeah, I didn't really pick Pokemon back up until like X and Y, so which which were good. Those are good games. Uh, but yeah, yeah. okay. So uh, we'll we'll put a Pokemon here and say it's uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver. If you if absolutely right. I had to say one of them, Silver, I guess, because Lugia is better. Uh, <laughs> Matt, you are up next. What's uh, what's another thing that has to be in our top twenty five? Oh, I'm I'm still wondering which Castlevania game, but I'll get back to that okay. later. I think. Uh, we should definitely put one of the Phoenix Wright games in, and I think Ace Attorney, the first one, is a good I'm choice. I'm fine with that. So that that game, yeah. I, I I want to count it regardless, but I believe that game is a port of the GBA one, but the GBA yes. one only came to Japan. Yes. Yes, it's kind of like Fire Emblem on the Game Boy Advance. It's like it's a series that existed before it ever came to america uh and for us in the west is the first time it came out uh and kind of like yeah like definitely got a lot of people interested in like adventure games again uh and it definitely it's one of those games that definitely ushered in a kind of adventure game renaissance that happened on on the ds like there are a lot of visual novel ass games that are on the ds and 3ds and continue to be on the on steam and i didn't get super far into this i remember i bought i bought this game and i bought uh, trauma center at the same time just as like oh here's Mm. some weird japanese games i should get uh and i played a little bit of each of them and didn't get super far but uh i still like both of those games in fact i uh i believe this game is also on switch they they ported it to switch correct Yes, there is a trilogy that you can get on Switch. Uh, I don't know if you can hold down a button and speak into the microphone to say <laughs> hold it or objection, because that is what you get on on this version. Uh, but yeah, it is, again, like, it, it should be on our weird list, because a lot of weird things happen in it's these true. games. It's true, yeah. It, it was definitely a weird one. I, I picked that trilogy up on, on Switch, and I will, I will play it someday. Uh, it's extremely char- charming. It's a bit of like a like not really too hard of a puzzle mystery adventure. You basically uh, there are two parts of this game. One where you go into uh, the courtroom to le- mm-hmm. proceed, you know, with jurisprudence and everything, and then you go. It, the other part of the game is going around certain areas to yeah, get clues, inter- interview, talk to witnesses yeah. and things, interview. And uh, the only way to fail is, like, you know, trying to figure out, like, if you guess wrong, uh, what lines up to what, like, what evidence lines up to a person's testimony. You're trying to find what contradictions they have in their uh, witness testimony or trying to push them to give more information so you can catch them in a lie. Yeah, and it's a little better than some other adventure games I can think of where, you know, you just try to pair every item with every other item to see if it would work because Mm -hmm. sometimes they would just have totally nonsensical things. In this one, it's a little bit better. I think the very first case 
uh, may revolve like around a baseball glove, if I remember right. And uh, it was a it was a murder weapon. Was the thinker a statue of the mm. thinker? But it turns out it was a clock. Okay. And you try to your friend Larry Butts is the one on trial for murder. Uh, and anyway, he you, you you're able to to prevent him from going okay. to jail. I, I remember there's uh, a case with a baseball glove though, and it turns out that like yeah. somebody is left-handed, so obviously the baseball glove can't belong to him because it's a right-handed baseball glove. Um, yep. There's a lot of yeah, it's a lot of things like that, like using logic to exactly. pretty much like find people in yeah, contradictions. I, I think that's a fine one to add to our list here. Uh, and they, like I said, there are three of them. Uh, but yeah, I pretty much have played the first one. I'm definitely gonna play the other two since I I do own the other two and on mm-hmm. the DS. So no need to yeah. You know, if you can get the remasters on iOS and Switch, I definitely would recommend getting them there. But I think these ones they sold fairly well, so there's tons of copies out there. All right, Matt, I think for the next one, I'm also going to take a pretty easy gimme here. Uh, we mentioned it earlier in the show, Mario Kart DS, a.k.a. Mm, yes. what I think is still the best Mario Kart they've ever made. One of them, yeah. No, definitely. not one of them. It's the best Mario Kart they ever made. <laughs> I, I mean... Name me a, I, name me a, better, so... name me a better Mario Eight? Psh, get out of here. Eight's fine. Eight's, Eight's really fucking fine. Good. It's no DS. But yeah, the DS one, just like... Man, when they had online for this, there was really nothing better than cuddling up in bed and like, oh, I'll play a few courses of Mario Kart on the internet mm-hmm. with random strangers. Like, it's so man, that was like, and oof. it's and it's got the best Mario Kart track ever made, which is TikTok Clock, which I know is also in eight, um, but they changed things for eight, and it's it's not it's they not did, the same. It's not quite the same. TikTok Clock is a classic classic Mario Kart track. Um, all right, so yeah, we've got five games on here now. Matt, can you give us a six that we can both agree on? A sixth one we can both agree on. I would say Kirby Canvas Curse. I will. I will. Should I will definitely add that to be the list. on there. Uh, so I don't think having this one on here invalidates other potential Kirby games, like uh, Squeak Squad and Mass yes, Attack. But also, I would say. It's probably going to be the only Kirby game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I was considering Mass Attack. Uh, I was going to try play Squeak Squad, which I also own, but I never yeah. got a chance to play it. Mass Attack is okay. It's I was mostly bummed because I was like, oh, there's going to be a ton of Kirby's on screen. So when I get to the end, they'll yeah. all dance. No, no, that doesn't happen. That was kind of disappointing. But it it's a game where yeah, it's touch control based instead of using the directional pad. But it's it's still a yeah. good game. I still say Canvas Curse is the best. Kirby game right, I'm not case, saying so. the other ones are bad, but I I think Canvas Curse is is maybe the most interesting one. Uh, and and if I'm thinking about tr- more traditional Kirby games, I'm going to go back to stuff that you'd see on on maybe the GBA like uh, uh, mm-hmm. GBA, yeah, NES, Dreamland, or something Super like that. Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Those ones are yep. Oh, maybe okay. N64. Yeah, I, I love Kirby 64. Uh, getting a, yeah. getting that dual bladed lightsaber all day. Uh, we mentioned this one before as well. Meteos. Meteos is going to be on this list. This one. Yes. Meteos. Meteos, Meteos fucking rules. List. It was. It was my very first DS game, like I said, and then I. I still think it's one of the better ones. I paid. How much did I pay for this? Two ninety nine at GameStop. I paid, I paid retail. But. Uh, oh man. That game. Forty dollars. I, I fucking love that game. It's so good. I would always play. There was a moon stage. Yep. I don't know if it was our moon or if it was just a moon. But it had it had like very weird moon gravity that felt great, 
and then there was another one like it was a desert planet and the gravity was so intense and if you try well you if you tried to launch anything horizontally like... it wouldn't work at all but if you tried to launch stuff vertically yeah, have to it would be like an automatic yeah absolutely get out of here so you'd it's have great. to combo so things great. in a very specific way to make it work. I loved all the little character designs. Um, they, they just all of them are so fucking cute. Uh, it's it's good. I Medios is so so good. I, it is it's one of the best puzzle games ever made, um, and definitely one of the best DS games ever made. Well, I'll raise you uh, one of the best puzzle games and one of the best DS games Tetris with Tetris DS. DS. Is really good. It, it's one of the better. It's probably one it, of the best DS. Totally, uh, it's one Tetris of the best games. Tetris games. Uh, I would, I would agree with that. Tons of modes, like, it, like even without the uh, internet uh, modes anymore, like you can still like do single cart Wi-Fi with other DS. There was a lot of fun Nintendo like, shit in there too, right? Uh, like Nintendo themed yep. uh, boards that you could. Yep, like Mario, Zelda, uh, Metroid. Uh, what I think there's a Donkey Kong somewhere think, in there. Uh, yep, there was Donkey Kong. Uh, Donkey Kong was actually like the feature of push mode. But yeah, like every kind of like what they do with uh, Tetris 99, like you have different themes and everything. They This is where they would have Nintendo themes. So like, you know, Super Mario Brothers, you'd hear the Mario music. Same with Legend of Zelda. And yeah, it is a fast-paced ds game uh some say like it might be a little too easy with the hold and infinite ah, spin that you can do though. but i like yeah how else are you going to get to 200 <laughs> lines like and and get to like yeah. the end game in this uh yeah if you can find this tetris ds game because i think this was one of those that got discontinued yeah uh but they made plenty of copies like it's it's not hard to find uh anyway yeah i, I think uh, honestly, it's because the but, uh you can't play this anywhere right. else but the DS. That's, think, that's one of the was things. Was that a Ubisoft joint? Oh, who is the developer? I think that on one was Ubisoft. One? It says authentic Tetris well, game on the back. Yeah. <laughs> I think this was just straight sure, up Nintendo. Okay, maybe maybe that's and, it. And then, but the the Tetris rights moved to other people. Yes, Tetris. That's what was part of the re- and part of the reason why it was you know the original Tetris was on the virtual mm-hmm. console on the 3DS right. and then was gone because the rights lapsed yeah i think this was okay. yeah i just seen nintendo maybe on maybe the maybe main ubisoft was, got it eventually at some point and then it's i think they did or they got it from ubisoft because i do remember it was like new tetris or the new tetris was remember. ubisoft's yeah. or tetris they, world they, or something like a that number of times and now i think it's like the tetris company has just taken it for themselves right i i think i think that's the case Kinda, yeah and then you have something like the, the deals they've done with uh like sega for poyo poyo tetris um, okay, mm-hmm. so uh, my next one, Animal Crossing Wild World. It's a pretty, it was a pretty popular Animal Crossing. Uh, the first uh, portable one. Yes, yeah, that's right. And and I think it, it made so much sense for a portable system, and they, they kept that going uh, with uh, New Leaf and then even even the uh, the newest one, New Horizons. But, yeah, Wild World is good. Like, it's, it's still good. Is it as good as New Leaf, or mm, I? I think I probably appreciate New Leaf a little bit more. I think some of the innovations they had, the the whole kind of like city on the top part, which was somewhat of a holdover mm. from City Folk on the Wii. Um, I, I liked I liked that better than the way Wild World was was setting up its its town stuff. But uh, you know, still, yeah. I, I, Animal Crossing was a, a very entrancing game for me <laughs> and many people for sure. 
Uh, and it's it's still fun to go back to those every once in a while and just see, oh man, I can't believe I designed my house that way. And oh, look at all the cockroaches and the weeds that I have to pull now. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I missed this one. I had the, the GameCube version uh, mm-hmm. way after, like, you know, the GameCube was kind of out of style. So I picked it up for cheap. Kind of pissed I can't find my copy anymore, but <laughs> it's got to be here somewhere. But yeah, I always like. Uh, like when I saw Animal well, you Crossing, you don't need out. the game; you need the memory card. That's where your I town have, is. Though. I have the memory card. No worries. Okay, well then, you, need, then you're set. Then you you're know, set. Game, game's <laughs> not cheap anymore. That's a problem. No, right? that's very true. I've, uh, I've still got my copy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so like, yeah, I remember uh, this game coming out. I was like, yeah, this is going to be like one of those like Grand Theft Auto Three on the PlayStation Two. It's like, okay, people are going to realize this is going to be a big deal on handhelds going forward, or like the portability of this kind of game uh, as such as Animal Crossing that being able to play wherever was like, yeah. uh, I was kind of like, maybe I should get, ah, no, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't need to get something like this. Like, you know, I'm playing other games. I do remember like, uh, the, the one up show had a segment, like just the interns playing it, like mm-hmm. not doing anything. And then one of them go, I paid off Tom Nook. I, I did it. I, I finally did it. <laughs> Guys, I finally paid off Tom Nook. Uh, like, no, you man. didn't. No one's, no one's paid off Tom Nook. Uh, fun game, fun series, fun game, and your tools didn't break. What a what a, what a great idea! What a great idea that it's was. It's not realistic. Tools break all the time. What are mm-hmm. you talking about? Not that quick. All right. Uh, I guess we should just do another gimme then. Uh, Elite sure. Agents is uh, definitely one you of say, my favorites. You say a gimme, but I I didn't never I never played Elite Beat Agents. Oh, man, um, this game I, is just so underrated, man. I, uh, I, I'm I'm allowing it. I'm no, not allowing it. Like it, it deserves it deserves this spot for sure. I did not play Elite Beat Agents though, so just I don't know. That, if, look at that cover, man. I, I get it. I get it. I just don't think you can say it's a gimme. Even like, even it, Reggie was disappointed when this game came. They put it under. Uh, we didn't mention this, but there was the Touch Generation brand of ds games that were all the educational or uh mm. like you know casual kind of games sure. and this yeah. was marketed as a casual game and it did not sell they've made no, a lot of no, copies it certainly did uh, uh you know what you should you should get uh our my friend and yours tyler abstract to do a uh, abstract japan just on the owen don music Yes, uh, be, I don't think he's that show. aware of the Oendon games, but I should I should bring those to his attention. That, that might be a fun that might be a fun episode just to pull some tracks from that. Definitely, uh, but okay. Elite B Agents definitely deserves to be on the top twenty five. It is it is such a fun rhythm game. I don't even like some of the songs, and I yeah. enjoy playing this game and those songs on this. Like, all right, and and just a, a brief aside, like yes, like they're covers. They're not exactly all the original. Sure tracks of everything it's not share playing singing believe it's something else and they're definitely truncated like they're not going to get the full right uh uh synthesizer and guitar solos out of highway star uh deep purple's highway star but it's on there at least like the game the song itself which might make it easier to uh to port right because you the licensing might not be as difficult maybe maybe not no i don't i don't don't, don't think that's that's the issue i think it's more of like the song writes themselves like Mm, yeah uh i don't know did this come out before uh napoleon dynamite uh i think it came out around the same time uh but can't heats on both the soundtracks so hey (laughs) can't can't go wrong with jamiroquai all right i i think we're running into a spot where we didn't play we both didn't play some of these games but uh there's still some games that i extremely like that i think i'm going to start doing some of my favorites and then 
I, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to talk about it. Um, I guess maybe like a last gimme could potentially be New Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, I, I have that on my list because it is yeah. a good Mario Brothers game. It's not the greatest. Yeah, I, I think it's but... better than, than Mario 64. Uh, you know, Mario 64 is Mario 64. It is different. I don't think sure, it's better it's... than Mario 64, but I think no, it's Well, good. I mean the, the DS the, one. The, the DS version, yes. I yeah, agree yeah. with that. Yes, that, that is definitely um, uh, for sure. And it did, uh, you know, as cool as it was at the time, uh, of like, oh, man, they went back to 2D Mario. Look at this. This is cool. Um, you know, I think it got relatively ruined uh, for us. Hey, all of those games are fine, but mm, New Super Mario Bros. Wii and then New Super Mario Bros. U um, are, are both are both solid entries for sure. Mm-hmm. But there there was something about like, okay, we've done a lot of New. It, Super It was Mario kind of Bros. the samey at the point, and yeah, I, I'd say like this game sold like gangbusters. It did, and, and it, it was also. It, one of the ones that just didn't use the touchscreen at all. It was just straight right. up, like, just, you know, oh, use the touchscreen and use, like, the hold item that, you know, mm-hmm. that was a carryover from Super Mario Brother uh, World. So, yeah. It's... It wasn't it wasn't all that hard. Um, it had a couple of innovation stuff. I, the mini mushroom that t- turned you into mini Mario. The, the giant the mushroom the as well, giant too. one that you could smash through some stages. Um, I believe it just sucked trying to hold bounce. an item for you know you'd have to go to a different level hold that item and then go mm-hmm. back to another level to use that specific item then and there it's, it's like somebody somebody introduced the Mario team to Kirby Kirby like, hey. or uh, Metroid or yeah <laughs> one of those yeah. cursed games <laughs> so <laughs> great games, it's not yeah, but... I'll tell you it's not high on my personal list uh, but it is in my top 25 so I, I and I think it's you yeah, know, I think a, it'll. A generally... I think it'll edge out our list here. Yeah, I think there is one more gimme. Uh, okay, brain age. Train your brain mm. in minutes a day. Come on, man. It's it's Sudoku. It's, an, it's but... an important game. I don't know if it's one of the top twenty-five games. Okay, okay, that's fair. I I would still say it, it is worth a mention at the uh, very least. If, if if we were saying like, what are the general top twenty-five? DS games and not our top twenty-five. I DS like games. this game a lot. Like okay. even though it's simple mathematics and Sudoku, it's still like the the package it's wrapped in is really really like. All right, give me the full man, give me the full title. It's Brain Age. Train your brain train in your brain minutes a day. Minutes a day. Yeah, Sudoku included, and of course Doctor uh, Kuta Kawashima. Yeah, right. I know, I know a lot of that is just hack stuff that is just like, you know, this is just like luminosity. It's just brain teasing sure. number puzzles just to keep you a little sharp. And, and not that it's bad. Like it's, no. it's still, it's a fun little thing. It, it tracks, it's able to track your, your drawings on screen. So when you like draw a four, it goes, yeah, that's a four. And then it yep. snaps it into the, sometimes to the math. Yeah. Well, it depends on how you make your fours, I guess. Um, or your sevens. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, it was, it's fine. It's a fine game for sure. I, we'll see. We'll, let's say we'll see on this. Okay, just uh, put an asterisk next to it. Like you yeah. know, if it's one that we have to cut, I think it's was worth mentioning because they sold a lot of these games and a lot of DSs with sure. this this brand of educational games. This is what what started the touch generation. Uh, that and Nintendogs. I don't think Nintendogs will be on our list. But no, that also yeah. sold a lot oh, yeah. of copies, and they made and a lot of different an audience of that too, just yeah. wasn't like it's all those Tamagotchi kids that grew up mm-hmm. and were like, well, I want a dog, but I don't want a dog. Right. 
Yeah, so you get your uh, Labrador and friends or your Dalmatian and friends. They made Dash a ton friends, of those. Man, they got a lot of Nintendo games that went on till the 3DS. Now, Nintendo Dogs and Cats was 3DS, right? Yes. Okay. okay. Yes, uh, yeah. that went all the way to the 3DS. Uh, so, okay, so uh, I, I believe it is your turn after yeah. Brain Age. Um, uh, Final Fantasy game needs to be on here, right? Yes. Do we, do so which one, one of is these? it going to be, three or four? Because they're both... I haven't played three. Well, see, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, three. I think my person is really good. My personal pick is three every every day of the year, but that is for, the job system. Well, partially because of that, partially because it's the it's turn based. It's not. It doesn't have. It doesn't have the active time battle, which you know I hate. We've been I over this many hate, times. But that's like it's like it's the same thing though. It's not. It's not the same thing. It is absolutely not the same thing as it. a completely turn based battle system. Um, there's also uh, there's just so much customization to three in that you can name all the characters. It's it's very much an old school RPG oh, you can name in that the way. Characters in four. Yeah, but they are like they are characters though. I know. Like yes. this, these are blank slates that you're playing in. Although in I heard Final the Fantasy. the DS one did add a little bit of more of a of story behind some of them. Yeah, like there's a bit more of a plot than the basic you know plot of uh, it is pretty much falling one in the same regards as like you know you make a blank slate party and here's the job system go wild. Yeah, I mean honestly, it's a pretty basic RPG with a cool job system and the job mm-hmm. system is definitely the reason to to play that game um i, I pick three i pick three for a couple reasons one because it's the only it's the it's the first time we actually got this game in the states yeah. final fantasy 3 to a lot of people is what actually is final fantasy 6 yep. uh, because of the way square released them on the on the super nintendo but this is the actual three that that we mm-hmm. never got, and and part of me thinks that's really cool. I'm, it was I really, really awesome to, to see a game like that. It's it's fine. I, I it's not it's not amazing, but it's no. it's fine. But I mean, four they four, pulled out all the stops of four. I, I think we add four to the list, but no, in my heart and no on my list, uh, three I'm, will be on there and four will not be. I'm surprised um, you're siding with me, but yeah, they. Like they added full voice act, well, not full voice acting, but they had voice acting cutscenes, full 3D models. It looks they, great. It it does look great. It's slow, like it's a it's a slow ass RPG, and it's hard. They 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 specifically made the game harder on the DS than it was. Yeah, they did uh, make it harder uh, on even on the GBA uh, on the advanced version. Um, mm-hmm. So I didn't finish it because I got to some bullshit boss garbage. Um, I, I also don't I don't like RPGs that just take away your characters, uh, ran, like almost randomly. It's yeah, uh, it's just kind of this. It's, it's how the story goes. Kind sure, of and one. and it it adds some gravity there. And not that I'm the biggest fan of Porum and Palum. I think those are their names of those mm, yes. two little Pol- mage Porum twins. Palm. Yes, whoever. Um, <sighs> I didn't, always remember their sacrifice. I guess I didn't mind that they turned to stone. Fuck those kids. Fuck them kids. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, four was, four was not quite my cup of tea, but I think four is, is probably the right choice here. Yeah. It, it, when I played four, it just like, just zanged me right back to when I was playing the super Nintendo version of two. Yeah. And like when that, uh, not the play with the prologue, when the prologue hits, when Kane and Cecil leave the, uh, castle Baron and, mm-hmm. uh, that it, it like, this is like, a precursor to what they uh, Square would do with Final Fantasy VII remake and like sure. the care that they were 
putting into like some of their legacy titles. I really wish they gave this treatment to six. It would have been. I wish they gave that treatment to five, but oh my god, there was so much. I think at this point there was enough I mean, piracy five, going on. Five where... will just have to make do with the Game Boy Advance and PlayStation One versions. That and, we went over here. and the GBA version is great. I, I, I like that game yep. a lot, um, despite the active time battle system. But it has a really good. Uh, I could have uh, deal uh, without the portraits and the the text uh, menus, but whatever. That's yeah. that's just me. I'm not a fan of te- of portraits that are just never already static in games. But that's just me. Yeah, Barts. Barts. <laughs> okay, Matt, I believe it's your turn. Do you have a game that you think we can both agree on that is um, not Brain Age? <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. I'm, I'm not going to do Brain Age. Uh, I think Star Fox Commandable is... Uh, no! God damn it, Matt! We've been over this. We were over this on the, the top of the show. I love Star Fox. I am one of the biggest Star Fox fans ever. And In fact, I'm looking right now at, uh, at a piece of art that I bought from somebody else uh, that's Star Fox, and then I'm also looking at a framed uh, picture of uh, like a Nintendo advertisement insert thing that has Star Fox and has like some dude in like a 1950s black and white thing, like, oh, you should buy this game. I love Star Fox. I absolutely love Star Fox. Star Fox Command is bad. It's, it's bad. not though. It it's can, not. It controls. The controls are bad. fine. No, I, the controls I don't are get it. terrible. You just use the touch screen to fly around. That's it. It's it's not no it's bad it's it's not even hmm. it's it's inverted touchscreen first person-y garbage you can switch it you can switch the inversion if you want great it can feel one percent better it sucks it sucks it's so bad oh man i wasn't expecting this reaction from it man there's just so much cool stuff to this game though like the like like it's not the same kind of like on rails like Star Fox everybody wants. It mm-hmm. plays definitely like Star Fox Two, which and we I'm finally fine with got that. on the yeah. yeah, and and we finally it's got Star small, Fox Two. All and range people should play maps. Star Fox Two instead of Star Fox Command because Star I think Fox this is Command better than sucks. I played Star Fox Two, and Star Fox Two is all right. This is better than Star Fox Two. It's not, not it's, the way it plays. <laughs> you got multiple endings. You can choose like you have to play through the game once to unlock like you know new choices for you know you basically like you choose dialogue to change the story i think it's awesome i think like it matt, brings a visual novel aspect to this universe that i know I, I didn't know i wanted like i think this game is really awesome matt let me ask you a question here yeah. um is is Star Fox command your number one ds game ever made no it is not my number then one it DS is not game. making our 25 if if you said okay, it was your okay. favorite DS game of all time, I would have no. I would have said fine, we can put it on the list. But it's not, no, so no, I'm cutting that's it. Not my favorite. Fuck fine, that shit. Fine, fine, it's cutting. I just wanted to say my piece. A game that I've owned for a while and have recently started to play, and I'm just like, I had to put it down because I had other things I wanted to play for this episode, and I'm just like, man, this is. Uh, man, why did I sleep on this? There's no some one, cool shit in this. No game. one wanted to like that game more than me, and that game is bad. <sighs> the game's bad. Star Fox 64 3D is, is it feels good. A remake is it just is a, a remake. remake. It is a remake. Uh, so we didn't put it on our on our 3DS list. Although they changed the voices. In fact, they made it worse because they changed the voices. Yeah. Um, yeah. But still, like that's that's Star Fox, baby. This is. This I know is that's Star not, Fox, and yes, this is, this is not, not my and this is not my favorite Star Fox game. But man, there is some really cool shit in this game it's i'm fine dope. i'm fine with like the arena stuff like all like all the gameplay stuff 
And you just wish it was just regular ass controls. Just give, and I get that. At least give me the option for regular controls. But it just I get that. sucks to play. It's Nintendo being Nintendo. Honestly, <sighs> I did not like. I had as much trouble controlling this as I did Metroid Prime Hunters. Like to me, oh, they both no, seem fine. No, I don't, that, now you're just I'm lying. Giving, I'm, now you're just, I'm just lying as a compliment. to people. I think it can, that controls just as fine too. No, Metroid Prime Hunters plays way. Okay. Should us, we should we ring up Metroid Prime Hunters? Because sure, do you that's want that not to exactly be, a top want, twenty-five for me, but for this list, I think it should at least get some recognition i i would put it on there it's it's uh it, for me i'll tell you it is my number 14 uh mm. on my list it's I, a shame because it's a very like lacking game nowadays because the multiplayer has been taken pretty much out of yeah it. i i mean i'm not saying the multiplayer was the best part of that game for sure but i actually um, really i actually really liked playing the multiplayer i would play as the sniper he was. Uh, he was. Like I did some... play a little bit back when before GameSpy had mm-hmm. to shut down the Nintendo services. Right. And yeah, that multiplayer is pretty fun. Yeah, I, I would play as that sniper thing. He was like a spider, red spider dude that had like this laser that that could snipe and nobody else yeah. could. And there was one map that was like this big kind of king of the hill thing on a on a lava lava style world and there'd just be this big pyramid in the middle Mm. and i would stand on that pyramid and i am not usually a very good sniper (laughs) in video games that is not my preferred uh i love i love the idea of sniper rifles but i just am not good with them but in this game for whatever reason i was a god i was you were able to cheese it well enough i was a damn god this it was so good i was i was (laughs) deadly with that stuff um but even even past the multiplayer stuff i think I think it was an interesting game. Uh, I think it was interesting too. It's just it, like the level design just absolutely bored me to tears, and just and they brought you back. The they brought same, you back through a lot of the same levels too. and the same bosses over and over again. Like mm-hmm. the like, say what you will about the other hunters that you fought again; those were cool. All but really the great main designs, boss, really cool like ideas. These, you fight these this pillar like over and over again, mm-hmm. and it was just annoyingly bad. Like maybe like there were like one or two spots where like like the change in uh, color scheme to the level like threw me off and I was like oh this is cool and that was kind of it like yeah. I, I think it, it proved that first person shooters could work on the DS and there are other ones like I wish I had played Dementium the Ward uh, yeah. for I, this episode because that I, looked fascinating I own Moon but I have not played Moon I played Moon on the 3DS and that is it's okay it's <laughs> okay it's, it, it, that probably might work better with the dual sticks than, than the touch uh, oh, screen I, I believe that <laughs> All right. I, uh, yeah, I think I think Metroid Prime Hunters is probably a pretty low one on our list, but uh, I, I think yeah, it probably it, it's probably it's a good one. one. And just a, yeah, uh, compared to and I'm still debating on which Castlevania game I should bring up, but okay. I think I know which one right, I well, can you, mention you, right now. No, 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 no. That Metroid Prime was your was your replacement for Star Fox. So you oh oh I thought that, I thought it was just my piece, and then that was your <laughs> okay. No, never mind. No, but yes, we, that, we're not putting I'll, comp- I'll compromise. I'll compromise with Fox. Metroid over Star Fox, even though. Putting fucking Star, Star Fox, Fox on this list. Game. You're wrong. You're wrong. Star Fox. Uh, um, uh, Picross 3D should be on this list. Okay. It is. I've not played that many Picross games, uh, so I'm going to take your word at this one. So I, I love Picross in general, but Picross 3D was literally a whole new dimension. <laughs> I, yeah, it is, that's what I've heard. It was. It is such a. It is such an evolution of Picross, and people went apeshit for it, myself included. Um, mm. In fact, 
I <laughs> I forgot that the 3DS was region locked, so I ended up buying Procross Round 2, uh, a Japanese copy, and going like, fuck, I can't play this game. Um, and I had, but finally, Nintendo put it out on the, the eShop at, at one point. Um, mm. Procross 3D is so cool. Like, regular Procross is fine. I, I do enjoy that style of puzzle, but the 3D one where you're just chipping away at these like blocks that kind of like turn into statues and you, you don't know what you're doing exactly. And then you chip away just enough stuff and then you, you get it and it takes control away from you and it spins it around and it adds some color. And you're like, it was a dog the whole time. And, oh, it's so good. It's so cool. It's a, it's a really, really good puzzle game. That's very charming. It's, it's great. Across 3D rules. And it plays I think this well. one's on the Wii U Virtual Console. If is it? Uh, I would be good. Yes, I think this one is is one of the Picross games that is on the Wii U. And, uh, and if, if you want to, if anybody has their Wii U still hooked up, well, and, and if you have and if you have a 3DS, like two two has a has the same kind of uh, like it's not two doesn't leave off thinking you've already played one. It's it will have a, a nice difficulty curve for you, so you can just start with mm. two if you'd like, and uh, and play that one because it's also extremely good. Mm. Puzzle games always good on mm-hmm. the yeah we've got handhelds three three well I mean is Kirby's Canvas Curse a puzzle game in some ways no nah, that's that's like a that's like a still like a platformer yeah. almost because yeah, you of. know you're you're guiding Kirby and getting his abilities and touching him to use said ability yeah. so it, yeah and there's enemies to feed it's not so like we've a got you or anything we might we might have one or two more to to throw on here before Maybe. the end of the day we'll see what, what do you Maybe. what do you got matt what's your, your okay i'm ready one? i'm ready to throw a castlevania game i'm gonna okay. i'm gonna nominate portrait of ruin okay i'm fine the with that. uh middle of the ground of the trilogy john of sorrows is the first one pretty much a uh was it aria of sorrow was the uh, the GBA one? Le- yeah, the last GBA one with, was it Soma Cruz is the main character? It's the continuation adventures of that character is the first one, Dawn of Sorrows. And that one, yeah, it was the first uh, Castlevania game on the DS. So it's like, oh, they got the map on the top screen now. And uh, what are they going to do with the touchscreen? Well, to seal enemies, you have to draw over them after you defeat them. And that got kind of annoying. Uh, plus, they, they really animated up the, uh, instead of doing, I forget who does the artwork for a lot of the old Castlevania games, but his very distinct, almost like like shaded gothic style mm-hmm. uh, that had a realistic tone to it. Yeah, it's gone. Everything's like clean cell, uh, computer CG, uh, anime bullshit. But uh, I, I think uh, Portrait of Ruin, the one that came out after this, where you control two characters, uh, either you know separately or you can summon them both at the same time and they you somewhat control them at the same time it's not not too complicated mm-hmm. it's uh, it's not the world ends with you complicated no it is definitely it is not that complicated yeah. although you can use them instead of having a double jump you can jump off one of each other's heads Ooh, uh, to get a little extra sure. height and things like that uh, but you know you can have them both at the same time so they can both be attacking enemies but if you know one of them gets hit you both share a life bar kind of thing uh, it's just like yeah it it's man, it's just a really good Castlevania game. I gotta say, I have, it, I have any s- one of these threes is good. Order of Ecclesia is also really, really good and yeah. plays a lot like Simon's Quest in a in different way. This one, people are like, oh well, you have you know you have you go into paintings like Mario sixty four inside the castle, which is still a big castle. It's like more than just a big hub, right? Uh, so it's kind of like branching paths into different things and it's like oh well, it takes place in world war ii that's not it's like who cares it's like, <laughs> like it's castlevania show me like, show me the box again i think i've 
I think I've played this one. I think I've played this one. I might I might own this one. I know I have a couple of the DS ones and a couple of the yeah. GBA ones um, that I bought all at the same time when I thought, ooh, I'm going to play a bunch of Metroidvanias and then played like one and a half of them and went like, yeah, they're fine. Yeah. I think I like the puzzles in this one a little bit more using both characters. Ecclesia, uh, Ecclesia has a bit more variety when it comes to the, uh, what was it called? Uh, not sigils. It's like emblems or, or something that you collect that basically... It kind of like the cards in Circle of the Moon. Sure. Like you can com- combine things and get a lot of variations uh, for that game. So like for a lot of the weapons and everything. It says it on the back right here. I should just read what it says. Glyphs. Yeah, a glyph system is what's in Ecclesia that, you know, you pretty much combine like a spear and a uh, spear and something else. And you get like, you know, a lightning spear for your special attack and things like that. Uh, Portrait of Ruin doesn't have that big of a difference in combat system. It's very much plays... Uh, like Sympathy of the Night, where you just get a lot of unlock things. And maybe like some funny things like one's a paper airplane that Jonathan, the male character, can throw out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, I think the charm is in with this one and just, yeah, it, it plays like a dream. Okay. So Portrait of Ruin, if I have to choose one Castlevania game, it's that one. I think that's fair. We have uh, we have 15 now that we, we Ooh, on our list. 10 more, huh? 10 more. Um, I, I'm... You have not played this one, but I'm uh, I'm making an executive decision. It's not my number Uh-oh. one, but it is my number two, so it's going on this Uh-oh. list. Uh, and that's Uh-oh. that's Dragon Quest Nine: Sentinels of the Starry Skies. I I actually heard this is one of the best Dragon. Quest I, games. I think it is the best Dragon Quest game they they have ever made. Um, it's it just feels great. It's got a very good job class system to it. Um, I I really liked all the, you know, it was it was Street Pass before Street Pass, where you could uh, pass by some people and. If they were also had the game in their slot, which nobody did, of course, of course like nobody in America did, of course. Um, no. But if you pass by people, they could uh, transfer like these extra dungeon maps to you, and uh, and you could do these these side dungeons, a lot of really cool late game stuff. Um, and then they they actually put out a ton of DLC for this as well, like free DLC that you could get new costumes and and uh, new weapons, a lot of really cool crafting items. Uh, I like the story. You're you're a fallen angel, and you're trying to kind of get back up to heaven. Um, it's it's good. It's just really really good. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, there's another game that I don't know if it'll make our top twenty five, and that's Golden Sun Dark Dawn, um, because oh, yeah, it's yeah. not the best Golden Sun. I like it, but it's not the best Golden I, Sun. I've I've eyed that game so many times in used shops. Like, should I actually pick this one up? Oh, I should finish it's... the first Golden Sun first. Oh, you should absolutely do that. Yes, um, but. I, I ended up making the cast of Golden Sun as my party of four in Dragon Quest, and it was a it was a much better Golden Sun than Dark Dawn. Um, it's it's cool. I, I it's it's one of my favorite games of all time, and I think it's the best Dragon Quest game of all time. It's it's so good. Yeah, I heard like this like when the game came out, it was more of like a multiplayer focus. So that's probably why I shied away from the game because it was like yeah, kind of yeah. Like, I think it did. There's still a single player game. Yeah, I think like, it did mostly. have co-op though. So you could go into you could go into somebody else's world and you could be one of their four party members. I so, see. but you would control yourself. So when you'd get into a battle, uh, they would I control. You. I don't know if you brought in a second. I don't. I don't think it was two and two. I think it was I control three and you control yourself. Uh, huh. But yeah, it's it's a cool, it's a really cool thing. I I love that game. I should play it again. <laughs> Probably should pick it up. Uh, I think we should put a per- Professor Layton game on. I agree. The list. I agree. 
Uh, and I think it should be Curious Village, partly because that's the one I played the most, and it's the intro to the Professor Layton games. Yeah, I agree. Um, so there were three DS games, I believe. That was Curious mm-hmm. Village, the Diabolical, Diabolical Box, and the Unwound Future. Uh, I played all three of these. I don't think I played any more after that, but I did play these three. Um, Unwound Future I did not enjoy because it, I, the thing I like about Professor Layton games is that they seemed supernatural and then weren't. And Unwound Future kind of tried to do that, but also you were playing with a future version of Professor Layton and and uh, I forgot his his uh, partner's name. Uh, Luke. Luke, yes. Um, you were playing like future Luke and it didn't feel right. Like it just even when I can't even remember what the twist thing was, but it just felt stupid. Um, mm. So I even though gameplay wise that one's probably the better one. Um, I would I would cut it that one out. I really like Diabolical Box. I think that one's pretty good. It takes place on a train, so there's a lot of real cool Agatha Christie kind of stuff going yeah. on. I was gonna say, yeah, this, this definitely sounds like Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, um, setup. but Curious Village is great. Uh, I think the the only thing that I would not Curious Village, and I didn't even mind this, but other people did, was the matchstick puzzles. Um, yeah, that, and they they toned. Was there a penny arcade one where was uh, one of them dressed up as Professor Layton? It's like I have to solve one or more of these stupid matchstick ones, and then there's this guy across the river. Is like I have twelve matchsticks. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, I, I don't remember that comic, but yeah, totally. It felt like there was a lot of those matchstick puzzles. And level five said, mm-hmm. okay, we'll we'll tone it down for the next game, and they did. But um. But from a story perspective, from an introducing people to the series, yeah, I, I, Curious Village, I think, is, is probably the one that gets on here. Cool. That's a good pick. It is on my number 16. Nice. Yeah. Serve us an, up another one, then. Okay. Um... I feel like every most of the other stuff on here, I think, is going to be maybe more of a discussion of what of what shows up here. But uh, I'll, I'll throw out another one of my favorites that nobody played, so don't feel bad that you haven't played it, uh, and that's Monster Tale, which is uh, okay. just yeah. I have not played Monster Tale. If you like Metroidvania games, that you should play this one. It is it has so many cool ideas to it. It is it is ultimately a Metroidvania platformer, but it's also a like pet simulator. You find this alien, this monster, and you it, it kind of lives on the bottom screen. And you're able to do like some Castlevania brawly kind of stuff on the top. And then you'll get toys and food. And you can send that down to the bottom screen and feed your little monster pet. And you can call him up to the top screen to help you in combat or to help you with puzzles. And you can also evolve. He's got like a, an evolution tree based on the kinds of things you give him and he can evolve into a, a flying monster that can do more things or he can and have different attacks and and have different strengths and weaknesses to him and it, it, you it's it's really cool and also the combat is really good it's got a really great combo system to it where you can you can just keep enemies up in the air for a really long time and just keep juggling them. And the more you juggle them, the more uh, money and toys and, and food come out of them. So it, it really does behoove you to to play the combat in, in as most efficient manner as possible. It's, it's cool. There are some good boss fights. 
that uh, deal with different things of, you know, sometimes there will be, I think there's like a water boss that will throw down like a bunch of undersea mines that like go down into the bottom screen where your monster is. So you need to try call him up at strategic times to keep him from getting damaged on the bottom screen. Just some really great ideas. It came out very late in the DS's life cycle, so nobody played it. And also, it was just a very obscure game. There continues to be talk that it's going to get a a port remake thing for Switch. Um, but it seems like just a lot of talk uh, that's hmm. happened over years, so I'm not holding my breath. But that game rules. People people should play Monster Tail. I wrote, I remember I wrote a, a, a very long soliloquy about it back in my Bitmob days. And, uh, and like one other person was like, yeah, man, that game. Ah, oh, what a time. Yeah, Monster Tail, Monster Tail will be on this list. It doesn't have to be very high. It's very high on my list. Like it's number four, mm. but, uh, but I think it should make our list somewhere. Could be low. Could be like in the 20s, but. It's one I have to check out. You really should. Writing it down. Whew. All right. Um, guess I'll serve up another mm-hmm. one. Uh, what are your thoughts on nine hours, nine persons, nine doors? I I've played a, a tiny bit of nine nine nine. Um, I, I think it's I think it's fine. I I haven't played the other ones. Um, those are those, is that the nonary games? Yes, yeah. Virtual Last Wars and Zero Time Dilemma was the zero zero escapes time. Wait, zero. zero. Was it all? Was it two zero zeros? Time is, is it zero escape zero that. time dilemma? I can't remember. Oh man, it's it's like the near lore. It's hard <laughs> to just parse every fucking thing. I think though this is one of the good uh, visual novel slash mystery games that you can get uh, on the DS. Uh, it, it looks great. It, it is mystery. It is There's the, a lot of. It is zero escape, zero time dilemma. Zero time. Very stupid. Oh God, very stupid. <laughs> I love it though. I love yeah, it. Yeah, but these are this this kind of like started. I mean, it didn't start the visual novel series, but it, it felt no. But it definitely breathed life into uh, a lot of that sort of genre. Yeah, you think about like how big the the Danganronpa games have become, and those mm-hmm. are absolutely kind of the same thing as as this. In fact, there's a there's <laughs> we talked about Professor Layton earlier. There's a Professor Layton movie, an animated movie that is basically just kind of nine 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 in that you're all on a ship. And there's wow. like somebody who's got like a bunch of it's they like got bombs on. They have like bombs like uh, something like uh, that. Battle Royale or something. It, it is. It is very. Professor Layton's the only one that can help out. Kind of like it's it's very saw like in in like hey Ooh. you want to play a game you have to solve these puzzles or like everybody's doomed on this boat so then Professor Layton has to uh, has to solve that shit and and nine 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 was was wow. pretty similar although nine 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 had a bunch of different endings. And yeah. and it did like it, it wasn't something I knew about at the time because I didn't play visual novels. But the idea of once you once you finish a route, you can go back and you can just start fast forwarding through things until you get to a choice that you yeah, can make. Which different. is really neat, and that's really that's great. In fact, it's really great on a game I'm currently playing, uh, Thirteen Sentinels: Aegis Rim, where I can just skip through a bunch of dialogue I've already seen. And it's like yeah, yeah, nine 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 did that. I should. Mm. Part of me wants to go back and play nine at nine. I gotta play that thirteen sentinels game. You should. I'm that game rules. Busy playing DS games, man. <laughs> <laughs> As you can uh, see. So help me out with the name. It's persons first. Nine person. Uh, sorry, nine hours. hours. Nine persons. Persons doors. Okay. Nine doors. Is it? 
it's spelled out nine for for those right yeah it's just nine 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 is the what people yeah, go yeah. uh it's the usual nom de guerre gotcha okay um <laughs> should we put one of the zelda games on here i didn't play either of them i you didn't play either i heard one, really. i heard that spirit tracks wasn't all that great um and people were relatively frustrated by the by like the hub dungeon of, of i like Phantom. the hub dungeon of uh hourglass okay. honestly it it's one of those where the more you return to it and the you know once you get used to the path and unlocking new things it's one of those hooks in video games that i do like it's like returning to something but ah now i got now i got the better item and this is just easy yeah like uh, it's going to show up on my personal list, uh, but yeah, if you're kind of cool on it, they're definitely not like the hottest of I mean, Zelda's. It's... They were all touch control based, which yeah. I thought worked. It's hard. It's hard it, for me to I say because uh, I, again, I haven't played them. Um, I do remember watching uh, some video stuff of them. I think it's cool that you can take notes on the bottom screen. Um, you mentioned the like the closing the DS system to to print yep. stuff on there um drawing a line for the boomerang like there's yeah. just a lot of cool ds things in controlling this, princess uh, zelda in in like her suit of armor um that was spirit tracks spirit, okay spirit tracks but like those those games did some some cool things yeah uh i i don't know i just i just never played them so it's hard for me to say i don't i, I don't have yeah. anything against it so you'd say you'd say phantom hourglass over yeah, I'd say Phantom Hourglass over over Spirit Tracks. I've only played a little bit of Spirit Tracks, but Phantom Hourglass is definitely is yeah the clearer way the better one. Okay. I'm I'm generally fine with putting it on the list. The problem is I think that's our twentieth game, so we we are we are getting we're starting to cut it close, and there are some games that oh I feel like need to be on here. Um, well, I think I only got two more okay. uh, worth mentioning. Okay. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna save that one for like that one's gonna slip in at 25. I know that already. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wonder what it is. Let's see here. Uh, I think retro game challenge needs to be on this list. I really wish I had played it's these. It's so cool. the The second one did the second one come to America? That one might have just stayed in Japan. I don't think so. You now you have you watched retro? Uh, I've not retro challenge with our, oh man. There used there was a Twitch channel that was just playing. Yeah all these episodes, whether it had subtitles in English or not, and you could just put it on and enjoy Arno, which this, this uh, show is basically a guy that plays who's bad at video. It's games. a Japanese comedian. Yeah. Yep. Who... And he plays video games and tries to beat them. And he does successfully beat them eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he also goes out and he goes to like arcades and finds different places that give away snacks and toys. And it's, it's a very fascinating show. Arno is just, he's so endearing. And uh, and this game has him turning the tables. Like, he is now this evil master who's forcing you to beat his games uh, yeah, after awesome. after being so put upon by being bad at games on his own. And and it's cool. I, I can't remember, is it like four or five different small games? They're, they're not mini games, but they're not full-size games either. No, it's like tore through the ages of video game them. It's like, just like, uh, from what I understand, it's like some parts are like, like an RPG. It's, and yeah, it's not so like much, shoot em up. it's not so much ages, it changes. It's, it's, it's genres for sure. But yeah. yeah, it's like, here's here's a ninja platforming game. Here is a Galaga style shooter. Um, like, it, it's lots of different styles of games there. And I think even better than those, like the games themselves are, are solid. They're fine, but they're kind of mm. slight. It's all the stuff that goes around them. Uh, there are fake video game magazines in the game yep. that you will unlock 
that have real video game uh, journalists in there. Like I think like Dan Shu like Dan is, uh, is absolutely the, yep. in there um, for this fake video game magazine that you'll get copies of, and they'll the the magazines will give you tips about how to play the games, or they'll they'll start uh, previewing and hyping up the next game that you're going to play. It's mm. it's fun. It's just a it's a cool style like a it's an it's a very atmospherically cool game in what it's trying to do it's it's a bummer that the second one never came to the states because the first one i, I, think, I think they made really a fun. third one too right Did they really i i don't know i think so I, mean, I can't remember how many they made but yeah there were ones there were ones i was always curious about but i ended up just watching the the tv show and just getting more into like oh wow cool this is like let's plays before yeah. let's play yeah, totally and, and streaming before <laughs> streaming holy shit Matt, do you... Japan does it again. Okay, you said you had about two more that you think... Yeah, I have, I have two more worth, worth mentioning. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll just uh, mention this one again. Uh, Duck Amuck, I think, should be okay. on the list. Uh, just because it's just so unique and, like... Is that called anything special? Is, is it, like, Looney Tunes, Duck Amuck? Or... Yes, uh, Looney Tunes, Duck Amuck. Okay. And Looney Tunes, of course, is L-O-O-N-E-Y. Oh, yes. Not... And T U N E S tunes like music tunes, not, not cartoons. Not tunes like cartoons. Yeah. Come on, Merry Metalies, everybody. Yes, but yeah, like, like I mentioned before, in our like our strange games for the DS, like I think this one personifies a lot of like what made the DS unique mm-hmm. and utilized a lot of the features, like in just strange, like closing the game lid and ha- like still having the game on. That required a lot of permission from Nintendo, apparently. Because uh, not many games did that, and I think uh, like it was that, and maybe like one other that had some sort of feature uh, that uh, closing the lid uh, would continue playing the game. Yeah, it was strange. Like you know, the, the game has to go into sleep mode. You can add like an effect, uh, like a, like a door closing and opening when you open and close the lid, right. which is which kind of neat on the DS. But uh, yeah, th- this is a hell of a surprising game. Yeah, I think for the innovation, uh, I'm, I'm yeah. fine putting it on there. Um, so, okay, so we've got like 22, 23, depending on if we allow brain age. Um, <laughs> God, man, there are some. I got a few more. Uh, the World Ends With You, uh, I think. <sighs> it's so unique, I, man. I've never played it, and, and I, I... It's tough to play on the DS, I'll tell you well, that. Well, I bet it's also tough to play on Switch, where it is now, because it's, uh... you know, it's... Maybe it's better to play on the DS. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I, I'm not sure. Um, I haven't played it. I do own it on Switch. We'll we'll see. Uh, pe- I, I know a lot of people really like that game. So it's I, got style. So I kind of feel bad not putting it on our list, but also, like, what if what if Kingdom Hearts had style? <laughs> Damn! Now you're making a lot of enemies. And 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 not dis and no Disney. <laughs> um. Well, who knows? Like uh, the end of Kingdom Hearts well, yeah, three or whatever. I'm I'm waiting for Hank Hill to show up in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, man, I I I feel like if I put on Mo- I I got my Monster Tail on here, so I feel like Henry Hatsworth and the Puzzling Adventure isn't going to make it on. I think you should put that yeah. on there, even though I haven't played it. Everybody talks about that game. It's like, oh man, that game was just rad. It's very cool. I'm I'm not sure if it's the same developer. It might be the same developer as as Monster Tail, but it's very similar in in that you are playing a game on the top screen and there's another game going on on the bottom screen. Uh, in this in this instance, it is a shooter brawler platformer thing on the top screen, and on the bottom screen is a match three puzzle game, and the the things you do on the top screen can affect the things on the bottom screen 
and the bottom screen allows you to, if you match things correctly, then that can affect stuff on the top screen like freezing time or giving you a power boost or something like that. It's it's cool. It's hard. It is really hard, but it is a it is a very fun game. I I I think that game's very cool. Henry Hatsworth in the puzzling adventure. Okay, Matt, you got you got any more? Or you want me to keep going? I'm, I'm looking through other games I've played briefly, mm-hmm. and uh, Lunar Nights. I played a little bit of that. That's a, kind of a sequel to Boktai, uh, but without yeah. the uh, solar thing. It's it's oh, interesting. Without the cool I think thing? I, <laughs> yeah, without the cool thing. But I heard like I heard there's some good mechanics underneath. I just haven't really scratched the surface on that one. Yeah. Uh, Mega Man ZX is pretty good, but yeah, uh, yeah I, I still have not played. Uh, it's a really good Inti's Create. Like you can see, like where they were going with Azure uh, Striker Gunvolt and everything in those kind of games. So it's is that it is really good. Is that game on the the Switch version? Is that yes? Okay, there, it there is, is a uh, zero. The collection. sequel is not on the the Switch gotcha. version. Okay, uh, and there is a zero collection on the DS that has the GBA. Uh, uh, ones, gotcha. uh, but I'm I'm just looking through what else I have, and I kind of maybe Ma- Mario and Luigi's Bowser Inside Story. I so yes, that one absolutely should be on there. I've never played it though. I played a little bit of it, and it's 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 very kooky yeah. and very uh, good use of the the dual touch screens. I have to complete it, but yeah, I think it it's one of the Mario and Luigi games. I think it's that's the one. I, yeah, I think is, it's I it I think it has to be on the list because it is so good or so well regarded i just wish i'd played it and i know i would love it and i i did buy the the 3ds version the the with uh, bowser's minions or bowser jr's minions or whatever it's same did i Um, might as well get the last 3ds game yeah yeah sad um yeah i i like the mario and luigi series in general um so i'm i'm fine putting that on there as kind of like yes this is obviously this has to be good right um but yeah there i mean it's good like the like there's aspects of like when you're in bowser's body that uses a lot of the dual touch uh Mm -hmm. the dual screen nature playing as bowser too in certain parts uh it's one i need to revisit and i probably will revisit the 3ds one this time but i hear uh, hear it's better than the uh, than the time one the one with like the the babies yeah that's what i heard i haven't i haven't picked that one up yet but i i heard yeah this is probably the best of the mario and luigi games outside the gba ones oh matt there are a couple others that i feel real bad not having on this list though well Um, throw them on maybe we can call a few things and and narrow down a 20 so uh, because i think if there were uh, here are four more games that i would put to mm-hmm. put to us to consider i mean i'd also put photo dojo but you don't have to put i don't photo think, dojo I don't think photo dojo is gonna as make it funny funny as that game is it is me. it is fun but i don't think that game's gonna make it on here <laughs> ah, man okay so here here are some other games i feel like oh uh warrior wear touched course, i was gonna I say a warrior wear game probably needs to be on here and that game is just it's great the, it's the question what kind of started the ds the question kind of though is is D, is a um, touched or diy i did not play diy and i heard diy is is fun you just have to really put a lot of work into it uh, i mean if you want it's it's like little big planet in that way if you if you mm-hmm. put effort into it if you want to make your own shit you can there's plenty of shit that's just out there that other people made that you can play instead 
what I really like about DIY, and it, it's the one I would lean towards, even though I think we can go with touched on our list, um, mm. is that DIY just went back to uh, to A and B controls. It went to button controls instead of the touch stuff, which is more innovative for sure. But I think mm-hmm. there is is uh, there were better mini games yeah. with the the button controls for DIY, but the touch the touch makes so much sense and and i think it was yeah. an early ds game that showed off the power of of the ds so i i do remember a cool mini game that was also like a multiplayer game in touch the ping pong game where two players played on one uh ds kind of like one holding it this way mm-hmm. but with pressing the l button the other holding the r button so you play pretty much like ping pong just by you know hitting the ball at the right time you can't really move your hand or anything like yeah. that uh, so they tried like different things, uh, like the Super Mario 64 mini games and things like that, that would eventually lead on to maybe other things too. All right, Matt, let me run through a, a couple of other ones just so we can consider them. Mm-hmm. They, these don't necessarily make the list, but just other ones maybe we should think about, uh, if they might replace something else. Um, Space Invaders Extreme is, Ooh, yeah, is yeah. very fun. It's a... I, you know, I did you get the paddle controller? I did not. <laughs> no, uh, um, garbage. Then why? Why? Even bother? And I'm not the biggest fan of regular Space Invaders. I find it very slow and tedious um, compared to something like Galaga, which you know, yeah, Galaga true, true, rules. True. But this game is fast and it's fun and it does a lot of cool things with the Space Invaders ideas. Um, I, I don't know if it necessarily makes the top twenty-five, but it is a pretty cool game with a lot of cool music and, and effects. Um, I, I, you, you are well aware uh, that I am a, uh, am a significant Fire Emblem fan. Um, mm. It turns out they made two Fire Emblems for the DS. I have one of them in my you, hands. You have the one that came here. The other one uh, was Japan only. Um, so yes, you have Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon which is uh, a remake of Fire Emblem 1 uh, that was on the NES and now on the Switch. If you want to pick up that port that came to the Switch, uh, make sure you yep. pick it up before March 31st or else it will not be there anymore. What a weird fucking thing. Just like Mario, it's going to disappear. Like weird. Everything Mario is just going to disappear from the face of the so earth. Dumb. So Mario's dumb. dead. Fire Emblem's dead. Um, I heard this is much more of a uh, definitely like a, a remaster remake kind of deal. It's, though, it's right? much different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it has a lot of class changing stuff that was certainly not in the original. Um, it, it does it does some interesting things. It was actually the first Fire Emblem I played. I, I did not play the, huh. the one on GBA when it came out. I didn't know what it was. Um, so I just didn't know to pick it up. And so this was the first one I played because it's the one that got Marth in it. And I played that Smash Brothers. And I'm sure a lot of other people did that too. Um, I didn't really understand it when I was playing it. And, you know, I had some characters die because this one has permadeath. There's no way to, to save any characters like that. And Yeah, no casual mode for this Right, one. right. And that, you know, I did make it all the way to the end. But... Uh, a strategy I came up with as I played. Oh yeah, I yeah. I'm sure I've told this story before. But uh, when Marth dies, it's a game over. When anybody else dies, you can just keep trucking forward, and you know they you don't have them anymore. But whatever. So I, I would just always leave Marth in the back. Like, why would I ever use Marth if he dies? The game's over. I can't do that. So I came into the last map with a <laughs> extremely underleveled Marth, and the the end game, the the final boss in that game can really only be significantly damaged by two characters. One is one you get pretty late in the game 
uh, and it can still get destroyed. Uh, and Marth, because he's got the, the falchion that, that does extra mm. damage to dragons. The special sword. <laughs> and I just didn't, I, my Marth didn't have the stats, man. So he, oh, as, and at that point, I'm like, well, I feel like I'm locked here. Um, and I, you soft I kind of did. And, and that was a real bummer that I never got to finish Shadow Dragon. And part of me wants to go mm-hmm. back. The other part is like, I don't think this game looks very good. Uh, especially compared to the GBA games that have just a really smooth, awesome art style mm-hmm. to it. And I just think the the character designs in this look bad. The the mm. it, it just looks it looks way more like European uh, medievalish, where it, and not that not that nice clean anime style that they had for <laughs> for the older games and and for the newer games now as well. Um, I, I don't I don't think sh- like Shadow Dragon will make my list and it's relatively low on my list, but I don't think it necessarily needs to be in our top twenty five. Um, mm. the, the other game, the Japan only one is new mystery of the emblem, which is fire emblem three, um, effectively for, for Japan, uh, or it's that book two that happens in fire emblem three that we also, <laughs> you want a timeline. Um, and, and it still looks, it looks the same, but it's got some other characters and, and a story stuff that we haven't seen in the West because it's never come over here. I do have a fan translated version though, that I should play at some point. But I hear that game's also pretty hard compared to Shadow. Yeah, and we're getting Famicom Detective. Uh, yeah, Famicom Detective Club. Those um, I never thought we were gonna get. I those. didn't even know uh, those were a thing until they talked about them, and now I'm kind of interested. So we'll we'll see. Yeah, like. <laughs> okay, Matt. There's there's maybe only. What are, what am I looking at here? I think there's only one more. Well, yeah, two two more that I want to mention. Two more. Uh, Okay. One of them is Pokemon Conquest, which is a completely different kind of Pokemon game than the yes, mainline. Yes, this will count for separate because yes, yeah. it is a very. I don't know if it makes our top twenty-five. I love this game though. It is a it is a turn-based tactics game with Pokemon. Each Pokemon has specific attacks that can uh, fight different parts of the field or have different areas of effect. Uh, it's. Mm-hmm. It still keeps the type advantage stuff in there. It also mixes in uh, Japanese warlords like Nobunaga. Nobunaga Oda is in this game, and I remember, yes, I remember. Hearing and he's about got this. a Mewtwo. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's neat. It's like a really neat idea. I it's cool. It doesn't. I don't think it plays perfectly, but it it's a cool it's a cool idea. I wish they would make another Pokemon Conquest. Um, yeah. I, oh, yeah. They haven't made any any one of those. It's the mystery dungeons. Mis- ones yeah, mystery they, dungeons. They keep going back to. Uh, yeah, in, any of that stuff. But uh, the rumbles, but not not a conquest, which is sad. I, I like mm-hmm. conquest a lot. Um, and then, <sighs> Matt, I want this one to be our twenty-five. Like it, it, okay, it doesn't have to it? be any higher than that. It is. It is my uh, not so secret shame. I've written about this on on Gamers on the Go before for a GOTGSP. Um, we we talked about Bleach, Dark Souls. We talked about Full Metal Alchemist, Dual Sympathies. I said that I'm a Naruto fan over over those oh, other shonen. Um, Naruto Path of the Ninja and Naruto Path of the Ninja Two <laughs> are surprisingly incredible rpgs uh specifically the second one the the first game 
is uh is like a retelling of the first part of the anime and then there was a second mm-hmm. one that came out in japan that was a continuation of the anime so are we talking like up to the tunings exam yeah and then that's uh, kind of it and then... yes like the the first well the first one ends with the fight against gara shukaku the the big like oh so up to the the best part yeah of the like it goes through the whole turn go. um and then the second game goes after that and uh so that's all the Mochiraru, Mochiraru stuff. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, right? um, yeah. So I didn't. I the nobody's played the second one here because it never never came to America, and uh, mm. it it hasn't been fan translated that I, that I've been able to find. Um, but then there was a third one that is actually our Naruto Path of the Ninja Two over here because it did come over here, at Japan man. I don't know. Um, and this one's a completely original story. So there was something kind of cool about ooh I don't I don't know what's going to happen it's here. It's like it's like the movie to the anime A little series. bit, yeah. Like not part of the not exactly tied to the show, but it's yeah. in the same universe and you know you might get a little snippet here for the next And I'm season. not saying the story's anything to write home about. It's not a great story, mm-hmm. but they but by being its own thing, it allowed you to play as a lot of different characters and had a lot of different characters you could play as. So it's not just Team 7. It's not just Naruto, Sasuke and Sakura. Um, but you get you get a ton of characters that you can swap in and out, and and they are they are all really cool. the The bad part about this game, other than the story, which isn't good, is um, the you will scratch the fuck out of your D- <laughs> out of your touch screen. Kind of, kind of like Elite Beat Agents, a little bit, which, which kind of had its own like little term, like when you oh end in your screen, it's because you've been doing the spin thing on. Yeah, those game, those rhythm games. Yeah, like this was, I, I bet this one is even worse because you'd have to power up your attacks mm. in different ways uh, with like little oh, mini games. No. So, and and some of them had like the different characters had different attacks that would cause different mini games. So, like some of Naruto's, you'd have to like power him up to do his shadow clone jutsu or whatever. And it would just say, rub the screen. And you just have to furiously go back and forth and back and forth. And it's like, I'm going to rub a hole into this touch screen. And that yeah. that's not good. And then other ones are just like, yeah, do little circles. And you could do the circles real easy. So I'd try to pick those characters because they wouldn't fuck up my DS as much. But Nintendo would be like, hmm, fucks up the screen. You have to oh, buy yeah, another totally. DS I would have too. Uh, You've seen the seen what they well, how long a DS has been in a kiosk and how well the screen yeah, has held man. up. Man, I I really like these RPGs. They I think they've got all right, some good all right. Ideas. I'll allow it if one of them has an Asian Kung Fu Generation song in it. I, I don't I don't know I don't know I'm not allow, sure I'm not sure. Tough tough tough. Uh, just allow one. Why not? Why not? Yeah, I I would love for Path of the Ninja Two to be our our twenty five. I'll I'll indulge your anime sickness thank, for thank now, you. Chase. Thank you, I appreciate that. Um, I think that's twenty five. Let me let me go okay. through this and Whew. see what we got. And here's yeah, here's the problem. Them. We haven't ordered them yet. Uh, <laughs> this is gonna go on forever, and I'm so sorry, Matt. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> Two hours. You ready for two hours? Ooh, pretty uh, light this time. You uh, think so? Yeah, we'll see. Okay, so we have, count it out with me, Advanced Wars Dual Strike, Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars, Pokemon Heart Gold slash Soul Silver, uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, Mario Kart DS, Kirby's Canvas Curse, Meteos, Tetris DS, Animal Crossing Wild World, Elite Beat Agents, uh, New Super Mario Brothers, Final Fantasy IV, Metroid Prime Hunters, Picross 3D, Castlevania Portrait of Ruin, 
Dragon Quest Nine: Sentinels of the Starry Skies, Professor Layton and the Curious Village, Monster Tale, 999, The Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass, Retro Game Challenge, Looney Tunes Duck Amuck, Henry Hatsworth and the Puzzling Adventure, Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story, Wario were touched. Oh God, that's 25. And then uh, Naruto Path of the Ninja 2 and Brain Age Train Your Brain in Minutes a Day are like our two potential outliers. Okay, okay, okay. 27, 27. So, and, and man, and, well, here's the real problem. Like, there's so many more games we could have put on here uh, that we haven't mentioned. Yeah. Um, I, like, I mentioned a couple other ones, but even even after that, we didn't talk, we didn't say Rhythm Heaven. Uh, like, no, Rhythm we Heaven's did really Shit. good. Ah. Uh, that Yoshi's Island DS, I think, is is okay. Um, nobody mentioned any of the Scribble Knots games. I. Eh. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying they're the, the most amazing thing, okay. but they're they're cool. We didn't mention Kingdom Hearts 358 yeah, over two days. Yeah, over two days is uh, that's a, that's I a no. That's a no. That's a no from yeah. the dog. And there, there's tons of games that we didn't even get to play. Like I mentioned, Dimension the Ward is one I wanted to play. There's a Mana game that's yeah. on there that I wish I had a chance to play. There's just so much on here. Like I have Final Fantasy Tactics Advance too. I still yeah. have not yet played yet because yeah. I still got to play Tactics the first Advance. One. A2 War of the Lions or whatever it's called. I, I also yep. own that one. A2 uh, oh, Grimoire right. of, yes, the Grimoire Rift. of the Rift. Uh, the War of the Lions is the PSP yep. remake or uh, different word. Trace, um, yeah. yeah, War of the Lions. I have Trace Memory that I heard is really good. I want to get to at some point. I, I own so much on this fucking system. I own the RTS uh, Final Fantasy 12 Revenant Wings. I that, I, that, that I've never played. Yeah, there's... I need to be Final Fantasy XII first. <laughs> yeah, same, same. <laughs> I need to start that. Um, that's, a re- that's a really good Final Fantasy. That's what I hear. I I like I like its look. Um, I like the Gambit stuff system. Uh, anyway, I like Evilise. <laughs> we need to we need to talk about this list that we have here. All right. Um, Let, you want to work from the bottom and head to the top? Yeah, I guess we should. So so if we humor me and say Naruto Path of Ninja Two is our twenty five. Let's let's start there. I'd say maybe might have to take off Zelda because that yeah, was like my twenty-five of the list. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm fine with that because again, I haven't played it. But if if I'll, you, think, I'll give you I'll give you your Naruto sickness. I'm I, just this little. We're the only podcast that's going to say Naruto: Path of the Ninja Two is better than Zelda: Phantom Hourglass. I guarantee that. <laughs> so so be it i guess because that uh, that seems to be the feeling with uh, phantom hourglass mm-hmm. what are what are some other ones that we're just happier on the list uh let like me see. I, I'm, I'm trying to think like uh, i know duck amuck is is cool but is it is it like top 20 cool or is it like in it's nice that it's in the conversation i i, I think i think it's a top 20, 20 oh you do one. okay okay yes 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 uh like I'm fine putting retro game challenge as like our 24. I it is that's yeah it, I, I think that's a it, probably be a good 24. Yeah, it's cool, but I don't think I, I'm glad it exists, but I don't think any of those games on that kind of collection are are all that great. So it's it's hard to say like oh it's a really good game, but it's it's cool enough that I think people should should play it and see what it's all about. So I'm like 24 makes sense for me. Okay, yeah. Uh, so twenty five is going to be Naruto, you know, potentially. I, I'm I'm happy okay. with that. Okay, if okay. we can make that work. Uh, let's see. Nine 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 is that like a twenty three? 
I think that's a 23. Okay. It's yeah, that's that that's like yeah, like a 20 to 25 rank. I'd say Duck and Muck 22 and 999 at oh, I thought Duck and Muck was going to be top 20. I think it's like the top 20, but I mean like some of these other games are like better games. Duck and Muck definitely de- deserves to be in the top 25. Maybe put it at 20 and then see where we go. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to tentatively put it at a 20 here and we'll see if Maybe Star Fox Command will come out no, of nowhere. And no, like, like an ally will just come off the screen. Like I don't think so. I know you guys are down. I'm here to I help. I don't think so, buddy. Uh, okay, so this is this is interesting now. So we have we we have a 20 and we have a 23. We've got uh, two games to put in between these. What do you think is a worse game than Looney Tunes Duck Amuck, but a better game than 999? Better game than 999, but a worse game than Duck Amuck. Let, let me let me uh, suggest New Super Mario Brothers. I think that's good. Okay. I think that's good. I think that's like a 21. I bet there's a game that's that's worse than New Super Mario Brothers on this list. I don't know what it is, but there. I think there's a game that's better than New Super Mario Brothers. I'd probably put, I honestly would put that one lower. But you, yeah, you think 20, 22? 20, I'm fine with 22. 22. Okay. Yeah, 22. So then what's better than New Super Mario Brothers, but worse than Duck Amok? Uh, say WarioWare Touch. Okay. I'm fine with that. Because those two, like I see Duck and Muck and WarioWare Touch, they're kind of almost not exactly cut from the same cloth, but they've got some DNA. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does Touch have a, a an exclamation point after it? I feel like it does. I yes, it okay. does. It was like WarioWare Touch, right? But not two. This isn't. There's no. There's no uh, uh, punch out. <laughs> nope. Okay. So we've got we've got our twenty to twenty five. I feel I feel relatively good about that. Um, let's let's give a, a fifteen to twenty here. What are we, what are we thinking? What are we thinking here? Uh, let's see. Looking over these, like, I I, would say... I don't just want to like nominate all yours for, <laughs> for these lower ones. Uh, but I'm well. We share a few of these, like like Professor Layton. I think would be. Uh, in that fifteen to twenty, I, I agree. I agree. It's in that range. I. It's definitely higher than nineteen, though. Uh, I think you okay. know. I think Henry Hatsworth is our is our nineteen. You okay. Feel good about that. Um, yeah. Like it's it's cool. I think Monster Tail is a better version of that, even though they are technically different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the difficulty does definitely knock it down a few slots in my mind. Okay, and then what? Uh, you think Leighton would be just above that? Man, Leighton's pretty good. Mm. I, I, Are you I, thinking Leighton might be fifteen? No, nah, I feel like Leighton might be seventeen. Good. So, like, is there something okay, between well, Henry Hatsworth and Leighton that we could see um, here? I think Phoenix Wright's better than that. You think it's better um, than that? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's much better than that, but I think it. I, no, I, but I think I, I think it's okay it's humor is what cuts it, okay. makes it a, just a cut okay. above. Um, like, Madam, I gotta be honest. I'm kind of looking at this Castlevania over here, saying like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, man. Uh, that is, these Castlevania games are really fucking they're, good, they're, and I know you're not so. a huge Metroidvania yeah. game. I know you're not. Yeah. Uh, I. Hmm. let's put that at 15 15 okay portrait of room for now for now potentially okay with that i'm fine with giving it the the top run of the 15 because it's 
you know, the Metroid game, Metroidvania games nowadays are a dime a dozen. Like they mm-hmm. like, but this was a time when they were not very that sure. still that present as they are uh, today. I'm gonna say Animal Crossing Wild World is probably our mm. 16. 16. I, okay. I like that game, but I think there are other games that are that are better than that on the DS, uh, especially as time has passed. Uh, and I and we get games like New Leaf and, and New Horizons that make us go like, oh, these are yeah. this is better. Um, but again, is the first Animal Crossing that's portable, that's and that kind of is where it mm-hmm. built its audience. Like we, it, New Horizons would not be as big as today if it weren't for being on the DS. Yeah. That is absolutely for sure. We still need an eighteen. We've we've got we've got fifteen through seventeen. <laughs> is is Pokemon? Uh, is this like one of the best Pokemon yes, games out there? It really is. Okay. Like, even even though it's like a yes. remake of of a Game yes. Boy Color Game Boy it, game that's considered like, one of the best. Like my my heart is telling. Actually, let me look at my personal list where it is. It's number three yeah. on my personal list. Like I really? I think that is top ten at the least, if not top five. Um, how about Final Fantasy fourteen as our as our number eighteen? Or Final Fantasy four sounds... as our number Yes. <laughs> Final 14. Fantasy fourteen yes. didn't quite Man, didn't they quite squeezed an MMO right on this bad boy. What a system. Uh, yes. As our number eighteen, Final Fantasy Four. Ah oh, man. A Realm Reborn too. I, who knew that they were able to update Pretty a DS impressive. game like yeah. that? Good work yeah. on them. Yeah, I think FF four remake is is uh, a good solid eighteen. Okay. It's a little slow nowadays, but like just the care that was put into that game and it is it, it's a pain in the ass to play all right we have we <laughs> have 11 to 11 to 14 let's uh let's save the top 10 here uh, okay so what what are we thinking here uh I, are we putting brain age anywhere in that top anywhere you think no <laughs> was it hanging anywhere in the bottom you can probably just cross it off uh, list, like brain age so i think Brain Age was I think if we're going to but... put Brain Age in there, it's it's either going to be 23 or 24, um, which means it would have to knock out either 999 or Retro Game Challenge. I would mm. I would feel bad about it, but I would be okay if we switched uh, Retro Game Challenge out with it. If you think it's that important. Because mm. Retro Game Challenge is like a cool, neat little thing that is amazing that it exists. And Brain Age, to your point, is uh, a, like a, a cultural touchstone for the DS in a way that uh, is yeah. like a, a popular thing that is gets remembered. But that's also the reason why I want to put Retro Game Challenge over it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, I'd say Brain Age should probably be on the best 25 uh, list if we're being definitive. About, Hello, fuck man. you, Matt. You did this. I you didn't do this. Did okay, this. pin it. Pin nope, it for now. Pin nope, it for it's now. there. It. Okay. It's there. Number 24. You're setting this in stone. I'm, okay. I'm okay. Hurt. Okay. Hurt personally and professionally here. All right. Well, that's a oh, disappointment. <laughs> um, so neither of us have played a lot, a, a lot in your case or any in my case of Mario Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. Um, mm. I, I bet it would be higher if I'd played it, but I think this can can put a, a number 14 pretty comfortably okay. yeah. with without us having you know spent a ton of time with it yeah i don't know i'm a little like because it's not really going to be on like my top 15 of games though that's yeah. the thing so actually you know what 
you know what? Mm, I I think I think everything moves up. Uh, not every not everything, but uh, I think keep Naruto at twenty five and move everything up a no, bump no, 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 and no. take Mario and no, Luigi no, no. off. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, I'm okay. saying uh, I think I think our new number seventeen. I I forgot it was on this list. Uh, should be Metroid Prime Hunters. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I think I like that game, but it does not deserve to be as high as it's getting at this point. Uh, so I think if that's our mm. number seventeen, Layton moves up to sixteen, Animal Crossing to okay. fifteen, Castlevania yeah. to fourteen, Mario and Luigi to thirteen. I think that's making mm. more sense. I I I would not feel comfortable having Metroid Prime Hunters this high, <laughs> like in our in our top twelve. That doesn't yeah. feel right to me. Uh, yeah, it's not even going to make my top uh, yeah. twenty-five. I think it's fun. I, I I think yeah, it's we say seventeen. Yeah. I, I could probably see it even going lower, but I'm I'm fine yeah. with it being seventeen. We'll we'll talk about it at the, after after we have a list here. Yeah. Um. I think we should put Mario and Luigi down a little further though, instead of. <laughs> I think what you mean is we should put Castlevania a little higher is what I'm hearing. (laughs) Uh, No, we don't have to put Castlevania higher. Uh, It's going to naturally get higher. That's true. It is going to naturally get higher. That's fine. Uh, That's fine. We'll we'll, we'll make do. So Mario and Luigi, let's say, is 16 now. And then Layton can move up to 15. Animal Crossing to 14. Castlevania to 13. I think you're being real sneaky to get this Castlevania as high as it is now. (laughs) Um, uh, I I think uh, I think it's time to put Phoenix Wright on this list at number twelve. Sure, yeah, I I, th- I think that's good. It's a solid adventure game with just a lot of like good comedy, uh, a lot of a lot of boob jokes mm-hmm. like that. That kind of is like, yeah, it's whatever. I, personally, it's I still think it's a little high here. Fan service I, I think shit. it's I think it's a fun weird thing. I like Phoenix Wright as a character. I like him in. It launched like it somehow like struck a chord with the U.S. audience. Sure, it got I like I like it him got in Marvel a movie. It got him a crossover uh, yeah, with Professor Layton. Yep, he's still I'm, going. I'm not saying like, I'm not saying Justice anything made, bad about like, Phoenix Wright. I'm just saying I think it's a little high on this list. But that's fine. That's fine. Right, I right. also think Castlevania is a little high on this list. But you know, what can you do? Okay. What can you do? Um, <laughs> Got a piece. A all right. Piece what just what just misses our top ten here, Matt? Let's see. I'm looking over uh, things we haven't mm-hmm. said. Uh, do you think? Don't hurt me, Matt. Not... <laughs> Nope, nope, nope. I'm not going to say anything that I'm going to regret saying. <laughs> I'm looking over my list. I'm looking over my list. Uh, it's not going to be Kirby because that, that is definitely a top 10 game. I tend to agree with that. Uh, you know, it's actually Canvas Curse. Let me see where it is on my personal because I don't even think it's in my it's in my top 25 somewhere, isn't it? It might not be. Really? I don't think it is, but I like that game. I'm I'm fine with it being in the top ten, but it's not in my mm. it's not in my top twenty five. It looks like. Yeah, I'm trying to think what of these games makes a good eleven. Not Medios. Elite Agents is not a not a top eleven. It's a it's a top five for me. On All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna have the executive decision and say for Cross 3D is a is a number eleven. I think that okay. game rules, um, but. I think I think I'll be happy if Elite Beat Agents is in well, the top. Well, compared 10. to the other two puzzle games we have here left, uh, I think Picross mm. 3D 
pro just doesn't quite hang with those. It's really good though, but I, I I would say I'd I'd feel weird having three puzzle games in the top ten potentially uh, mm -hmm. if we're if we have uh, the rest of this list here going in there. All right, Matt, we've got we've got some some tough decisions here. Um, yeah, I, I think Monster Tail. I'm I'm gonna be happy that it's in the top ten at all. I'm 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 happy putting it at number ten. Um, like okay. as a game that nobody has ever heard of before other than me and uh, and friend of the show Brian Glenn uh, I, I, it's it's amazing that it's number 10 so we'll we'll, we'll keep that okay number nine uh, do you think Tetris DS is a good I, number nine I slot? think so I know people love this this version of Tetris but also at the end of the day it's Tetris and we yeah there's lots of tetris out there and even though it does a lot of new to be fair this might be the best tetris since tetris I... on the game boy yes um and i or tengen tetris and i think there probably hasn't been a better tetris until uh tetris effect or or maybe poyo poyo tetris tetris 99 uh, mm, yeah, well it's fine it's I really enjoy Tetris. Yeah, I know, I know you do. Just me. I know you do. Um, the Tetris effect is, and incredible. I love Poyo Poyo Tetris. Still need to try but it. That VR. is that is also because I love Poyo Poyo, and mm -hmm. it, a is, it is a, it is a, it is a cheat. It is a mixing. Uh, it, it's not quite the same. So uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Tetris DS. I'm fine with being our number nine. Okay. I think this. How are your thoughts of Mario Kart DS? Is that a yes. top five or a top ten? Okay, so it's I, top I five. I think this is where you need to admit that it's time to put Elite Beat Agents at number eight. Uh, okay, okay. Like I said, or, I'm happy it's in the top ten for or, me. I, I, I also, how how far is this uh, Chinatown Wars going? Mm. One of those, I think one of these is number eight. See, the those those are both top five uh, games i understand uh chinatown wars is like a five so i would i'd be happy with chinatown okay. wars at eight we'll say chinatown wars at eight and then uh, kirby canvas curse yeah kirby I think, at seven. yeah okay yeah lucky seven okay. for kirby okay yeah that sounds good what what just misses the top five? Hmm. I, I, I well, feel like not... I feel like it's gonna be one of my games because you've got Elite Beat. Well, it's not Medias. Yeah, Medias is top five for sure. Uh, it's not Advance Wars. I. Or is it? Oh no 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 no! Advance Wars is, okay. is <laughs> higher than this. Um, I I think the choice is between uh, Dragon Quest and Pokemon. So which one of these do you care more? Is it it's, Pokemon or Dragon Quest Nine? Your Matt, childhood so, or your newfound so love tough. for JRPGs? I, they're both JRPGs. I, I can tell you. I, I can tell I you mean, on my like, on my personal JRPGs. list, Dragon Quest Nine is higher. Um, mm. I. I but on the gamers on the go top twenty five DS list, what what is? <laughs> I think I think Pokemon's our number six. God, that hurts okay. to say. That should that should be a lot. Now is it Heart Gold or Soul Silver? I mean, it would be Soul Silver if you made yeah, me it's pick. A, but yeah, one. fuck that that should have been top five. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, number five, Elite Beat Agents. Right, right. That's fine with me. Yeah. 
I think I, that is I, I a wasn't solid asking. number five. I wasn't asking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I like this top four. Uh, what do we have left? We we have Advance Wars Dual Strike, Mario Kart okay. DS, Medios, and Dragon Quest Nine Sentinels of the Starry Skies. I, I, I think uh, I think because knowing that you haven't played Dragon Quest, I think that's number that's four. That's going to be our number four. Um, and and then I feel like so Matt, I, what I think we've we've talked about the other games enough on this list, but I don't think we talked enough about Dual Strike. Mm. How are you feeling about this? How do you feel about Dual Strike? I mean, that is like it's like the first two advanced wars just refined uh-huh. in such a nice package it's so you're saying it's perfect <laughs> i'm not saying it's perfect <laughs> i don't think mario kart ds is perfect either though like there's a lot there's as, a lot broken i think it's in as that perfect game, as really. a mario kart game can be <laughs> uh there's a lot broken like snaking in that game really kind of ruined the multiplayer for people who use that tactic there, there all was the time. i think there i I seem to remember some cheating that probably also just happened uh, mm-hmm. in general. That's probably through that. Too, through yeah. that. Um, but like the online multiplayer was fine, but like it's it's just a good DS. It's good a good racing yeah. game. But so is Medios. Is such a great DS game. I I feel like this. So here's let's let's each like uh, blind ballot here. Uh, mm-hmm. No, have your order for top three, and I'll have my order for top three, and uh, and we'll just say them. So okay. I think if it was me, I would say number three is Mario Kart, number two is Medios, and number one is Advance Wars. How are you feeling, Matt? I am Mario Kart number three, uh, Advance Wars, Medios. Mm, okay. Medios okay. number one. So we have we have consensus that Mario Kart I would, is is yeah. uh, our number three. I would feel comfortable though with Advance Wars being the number one game because that is definitely a more featured game than Medios. Like Medios is extremely fun uh-huh. and you can play a lot of it. There's not a lot there. Here here's I'm not saying it's a problem. I'm just saying it's maybe a trend that people could start pointing to. I'm not saying we're biased obviously, but um our our best 3DS game was Fire Emblem Awakening. That's uh, true. Which That's which true. was made by your friends and mine at Intelligent Systems. Um I'm. I guess I am also advocating that a different intelligence systems game is going to be our number one DS game. And yeah, part of yeah. me goes like, I don't know. I just think these guys like intelligence systems a lot. But I, oh, but also, Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon ain't on this top twenty-five. No, that's there's true. no that's there's true. no Fire Emblem bias here. <laughs> if I recall, uh, Codename Steam wasn't on the top twenty-five 3DS games. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, no. You're right. No bias on that one. Fuck that game. Um, I still, I bought that game. I bought that game, and we will, we will do that episode sometime, Matt. But sometime, sometime. Golden Sun first. We gotta do Golden Sun. Yeah, that's true. We always say that's true. I need my analog pocket first, and then I'll revisit Golden Sun. (laughs) Well, you can't use one of your several games. I could, but I could, or I could use. If only you had a system that had legacy behind it to use those Game Boy Advance games. I have, I have multiples of those. Um, I I also own Golden Sun on the Wii U, and could play it that way as well. But that's That's not a good way to play it. (laughs) I'm gonna. I mean, that's how I'm going to be playing Minish Cap when I'm trying to find out the greatest mm-hmm. Zelda, but that's neither here yes, nor there Minish right Cap now. Is also we got to figure out what number one is, and 
I'm kind of leaning towards Medios, yeah, although I'm still leaning towards Advance Wars. They're know, both Advanced they're Wars both incredible just... games. Like they they yeah. are. I, I know my top my personal top two is is Advance Wars and then Dragon Quest. But um, the more I think about Medios, Medios is my number ten on my list. Um, Medios is in my top five. Um, I, the more I think about it, though, the more it's like. Medios is so good. It's really, it really is. good. And it came out so early in the system's life. Um, like maybe if like if this were like a list like we were playing like like Advanced Wars had just come out this year and we played a ton of the multiplayer together, like in the local like it doesn't have mm-hmm. online multiplayer to my knowledge. It's all local. Uh like you you take a turn, then you play uh, your, your opponent Dual takes Strike a turn. Has right? online. Oh, mm-hmm. it does? Oh, I thought it just had multi uh, local multi. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also okay. you can also build uh, your own. It has a level editor, and then you can put those levels out oh. in the in the world. And actually, the level not anymore. Well, no, not anymore. But actually, that might have been Days of Ruin. I know, like both had a level editor. Level editors have been in Advance Wars games the entire time. But um, mm-hmm. maybe Days of Ruin had the ones you could download from other people. Um, anyway, yeah, <sighs> Matt Medios is gonna be number one. I, yeah, I think that's... it's Take that bias. <laughs> it's such a pure game, though. Okay. Let's run it. Medios is better than Luminous, right? Yeah. Oh, yes, 100%. Uh, I, uh, I, think that's, I think that's what we definitively decided uh, I think today. Luminous is fine, but Medios is... I think Luminous is fantastic, well, Lum- but Medios, Medios is a hell of a like... game. It's a, it's a hell of a yeah. thing. All right. Number one with a bullet. Let's run... Or with a meteor. <laughs> Let's run through this, make sure that we're happy with the order... Happy with everything that's going on. Maybe maybe some little adjustments need to be made. Uh, we'll, okay. we'll see. So number, do you want to go backwards or forwards? Backwards. backwards. Okay. Count it down. Uh, number 25, sneaking in, Naruto, Path of the Ninja 2. Hell yeah. Uh, number 24, complete travesty, brain age, train your brain in minutes a day, not retro game challenge. Number 23 is 999, nine hours, nine persons, nine doors. Number 22 is New Super Mario Brothers. Number 21, WarioWare Touched. Number 20, Looney Tunes Duckamuck. Number 19, Henry Hatsworth in the Puzzling Adventure. 18, Final Fantasy IV. 17, Metroid Prime Hunters. 16, Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. 15, Professor Layton and the Curious Village. 14, Animal Crossing Wild World. 13, Castlevania Portrait of Ruin. 12, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. 11, Picross 3D. 10, Monster Tale. 9, Tetris DS. 8, Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars. 7, Kirby Canvas Curse. 6, Pokemon Heart Gold Soul Silver. 5, Elite Beat Agents. 4, Dragon Quest 9, Sentinels of the Starry Skies. Number 3, Mario Kart DS. Number two, Advance Wars, Dual Strike. And number one is Medios. Ooh, Anything that sounds you pretty change good to me. there? I'm looking over. Uh, I'm still like Mario and Luigi. Should we put that, switch that with something? I Yeah, I kind of wonder. And part of me thinks that if I played that game, I would think it's rad and probably think it should go even higher. Uh, but mm. not having played it makes me feel comfortable putting it lower. Uh, 
I could see Metroid Prime Hunters also going down a handful of spots, maybe. Maybe maybe swap out Henry Hatsworth a few notches above. You you just want to put Henry Hatsworth at seventeen and then bump the other two down. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that that sounds okay. good. I think I'm I think I'm in favor uh, of that. Or wait, sixteen. Sorry, I meant sixteen. Yeah, and then bump the other ones down. Let me let me propose something to you as I'm uh, as I'm writing sure. this stuff. How would you feel about putting Retro Game Challenge back on mm. and removing New Super Mario Brothers? I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, I I think I think I liked New Super like Mario it's, Brothers. It's, New Super Mario Brothers is an important game because it sold mm-hmm. a lot and definitely uh, brought in a lot of uniformed Mario games for a while. Yeah, I it it it's they're better Mario games. Yeah, honestly. I also I, yes, it it definitely has a legacy. I think that legacy also kind of ruined Mario a bit, uh, especially from an art style perspective. Especially, I, I don't think the 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 woo woo was in uh, New Super Mario Brothers. It but, wasn't. No, that was. In, but it led uh, us. It version. led us to that, and for that, it should be punished. I do like that though. No. I like. I like the little dancing. The dancing troopers. is fine. the The musical cue is not. Um, yeah, I. You know, what we didn't mention is the. Uh, remember the Princess Peach. Super Princess Peach. Uh, that game is yeah. great until the ending, and then you realize that it wants you to collect all the toads, all the hidden toads in the level before you can unlock the actual final map. Oh yeah! Wow, that's why that's why that game didn't get mentioned because that game is cool. Uh, that game is that game plays well. It's a little sexist in that like Peach's yeah, I, turn like change using, Peach's emotions Peach's... to get through puzzles. I'm like fuck you. Oh, that's the only like, thing women are good uh, at is emotions. That's so it's so dumb. Oh like it actually plays really really well. Um, and if if it didn't have that bullshit at the end, I probably would have advocated for it to be somewhere in this 25. But yeah, that that sucks. It, it sucks that they ruined that. Um, yeah, I, I feel like New Super Mario Brothers is is kind of whatever. It was it was a bigger deal at the time, and I think now we yeah. look at it and go like, yeah, it was fine. It was a fine Mario game on the DS. Um, For me, I sold it because I needed uh, trading credit to get yeah. other games. So, and it it went for a pretty penny still yeah like, i mean uh, nintendo stuff it was like 25 in-store credits still by the, that time nintendo so. shit keeps its value like that but uh yeah, yeah. it's it was just it, it was fine it was a fine game it was i think it was one of the first mario games i ever beat because it was easy mm. uh unlike you know other mario games in the past um yeah so I, i'm fine with retro game challenge going in there because uh, I just think that's a that's a fun yeah. weird thing. New Super Mario Brothers games, it's a good game. I, you know, if we were doing like the Game Boy li- list, I'd say Mario Land is like would be like more important than New Super Mario yeah. Brothers oh, ab- ab- in absolutely. some ways. And in some ways, New Super Mario Brothers is important for its own reasons. But yeah, it's and and correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm not wrong. I in fact I, I'm just saying that as a <laughs> as a way to say a thing, as a turn of phrase. Um, we shit all over New Super Mario Brothers two for the 3DS episode because <laughs> yes. it's fine. It's it's just whatever. If you like collecting it's coins, whatever. 
have I got a Mario game I for also, you? Your where it was going up against New Super Mario Brothers Land or uh, no uh, Super Mario? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. What's Super Mario? Super 3D Mario Three D Land. Jesus. Which is yeah the the better it's Mario better. game? Yeah it yeah I I agree. New Super Mario Brothers. It it's like a top thirty kind of uh, DS yeah. game like for you know for our list here. So yeah, I'd say Game Center CX. Take right, out Mario, right. put Game Center CX yep, right up there. I'm fine with that. You get we got Brain Age on there. Yeah, I guess we do. Hey, now, you sure you don't want to get like my life, my smoking life coach or anything like that? Uh, yeah, my Spanish you know, coach any, should totally lake... get on here yep. somewhere. Uh, I would pick my Spanish coach over Star Fox Command. That's for damn sure. Yeah, ouch, yep, ouch. had to do it to you. Seriously, just just no, retry it. Just no. I, I seriously would say give that game. I a sold shot. that game. I never sell games, but I sold that game because fuck that game. Ouch. Ouch. Game. Ouch. All right, Matt, we are we are cresting Sorry. the three hour mark here, so I think it is time for us to give it uh, yeah. call it a day. So this is another light this is our, Yeah, this is our top twenty five. <laughs> uh we'll we'll put out this list in a post on, on gamersnothergo.com in case you didn't want to listen to a three hour podcast. Um but if you did, I mean you're hearing this, so whatever. Um yep. and then I know that I'll at the very least be putting out my top twenty five, my personal one. Uh, where I'll probably write about maybe like the top five or top ten, and then yeah. uh, Matt, you're welcome to do the same if you'd like, um, just to give a little bit more context sure. on on the games that you really like here, and then people can see how it all how it all uh, kind of ended out. All, there's a word for that. I can't remember. Uh, like how it all sift. Yeah. <laughs> how it yeah, all pans. Pans. Yes. Wanted to say sift, but pans is the correct word. Sift. Well. What's next is the uh, best Game Boy Advance I, games I mean, of all if, time. If oh. we're doing that, yeah, I mean that would be the next logical choice. Uh, I'll need. I'll yeah, need a there'd be a lot. <laughs> I, you know what? We, I probably wouldn't do that until the Analog Pocket came out, just because I want to mm-hmm. re. Because you really want to play that. I do. Thing, I, I have. I have all but stopped playing. Like uh, I actually have stopped playing anything pre DS at this point, knowing. That, that that thing's going to come out and I'm going to want to play. I want to see what those things look like through an HDMI mm-hmm. on a big TV. And I, I can tell you my Retron 5 d- ain't doing the job. Um, it's yeah, fine. Mm-hmm. It's just it is not the right way to play that, um, especially controller-wise stuff. Just none of those feel good. Um, so, yeah, the Pocket is, is something I'm very excited to try out. I, re- I really wish I could have ordered one of those because that screen just looks... Yeah, mm, I, mm, I think delicious. that's going to be something I play for a long time. Um, so pretty pretty excited about that, and, and we'll get to a lot more stuff. Oh, uh, Hopefully they make some more. I think they will. Yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah. Ab- they absolutely Maybe. will. Maybe. Um, so, Matt, thank you for coming on uh, again. Uh, Herculean effort to get through this. Uh, we'll, I'll have Ooh. you on again for sure. We've, it, got, we've got lots of ideas in the books, uh, you know, in terms of... Codename Steam, mm-hmm. I guess, and uh, and Golden Sun, and and uh, yes, maybe a Game Boy Advance one that we'll do. Who knows? Who knows? It seems like I have to convince you to play Star Fox no, Command one more no time. No, you don't. Nope, that's okay. Uh, I'll close we'll, the book we'll on fine. that one. Then. We'll be okay. <laughs> uh, Matt, where can people find you or listen to you on the internet other than right here? Well, you can uh, find me on Twitter. It's the easiest place, Jiggy-san, G-I-G-G-Y-S-A-N. Uh, I've been streaming a little bit on Twitch now with uh, pretty much all retro stuff. 
bought way too much mm -hmm. Saturn equipment. So maybe in the next couple of months, I'll be having some light gun game goodness uh, going on. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Jiggysan as well. And uh, of course, I always plug my friend Tyler Abstract. We mentioned him earlier, but he has his podcast, the Abstract Japan podcast. Uh, plays music from Japan, all the weird stuff. Uh, I occasionally guest on there, which is why I plug it. But he's my man in Japan. You should check it out, abstractjapan.com. Very cool. And uh, as for this show, GamersOnTheGo.com is where you can go to find most of that stuff, uh, writings that we do, post stuff, uh, and episodes. Um, and then I would also guess I encourage you to uh, watch and listen to The Casual Hour, which is another podcast. You've been streaming a little bit, too. Not by choice, uh, but yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> that was an executive decision by the rest of our hosts. I think you guys are doing all right. Uh, my internet here in my apartment is terrible. And I'm, yeah. I'm working on getting better internet, but it's requiring, uh, if you're trying to stream things, it makes things very difficult. In fact, my internet at home is so bad that I have to stream from my phone and from my phone's network because it's faster than my Wi-Fi. Oh, man. Yeah, that's how bad things are. Um, that sucks. It, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm working on getting it fixed. Uh, but that's why I like audio podcasts, because they're easier. Um <laughs> But yes, uh, so we have been streaming on Twitch, and that is twitch.tv slash thecasualhour. Um, we stream our podcast on Wednesday nights at uh, 7.30 p.m. Central Time. And then uh, Bobby, one of, our, one of our hosts, is streaming on Mondays and Fridays as well. And uh, occasionally our third host, Johnny, will, will jump into a stream. Uh, but yeah, I, we've also been doing some Quick Look stuff. Uh, Bobby and I try to do that together. Uh, he plays the games, and I kind of call in through a Discord thing, and, and we chat about him. And that goes up on our YouTube channel. You can search for the Casual Hour, uh, Casual Hour Quick Look on YouTube, and you'll find it there. Um, and then we have social stuff for that. But just twitch.tv slash casual hours where you can find our stuff. And then Bobby puts up all the social stuff at the end of that. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, we'll do another episode of, of Gamers on the Go here sometime uh just waiting for that analog pocket for you yeah that's still a, a few months away so yeah. it, that might be the next episode is when the pocket comes out or uh or maybe i'll find something to do uh before that we'll see but uh for matt jaguer and chase kennecke thank you for listening to this episode of gamers on the go and we will talk to you again soon <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,